bring rosé because then we won't get shit-faced. No, I told Joe, and also it occurred to me, there's Joe probably has all this other shit. He's not going to have rosé. So we rose. should show up with rosé. I definitely yeah. wouldn't have rosé. We're live. Oh. <laughs> rosé is not my thing, but I'm not an anti-rosé person. Sure. I'll drink a fucking pina colada if the moment presents How'd it itself. go in there? You just enjoyed it, right? Yeah, it was good. It was I like your rosé. It's, it's a good summertime beverage. Would everybody like some Jack Daniels? It's single malt. Hold on, let me, barrel. let me chug this rosé first. What, yeah, single barrel? what does that even mean? It's just in one of those barrels. It's oh, in one, one, one barrel. barrel. One, one barrel, barrel as opposed to what? You move it around a bunch Double of barrels? Barrel. Yeah, you re-barrel that like shit. Like a fucking <laughs> shotgun? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've listened to Jimi Hendrix live. Um, um, Machine Gun. You know that song? God damn. That's one of those songs where sometimes you hear it. And you, you just go, oh, wow. Like, I've maybe, maybe been missing out on how good this fucking song is. Yeah. Dude, he was conjuring shit up. It's just so good. You ever, is it off that Band of Gypsies record? Exactly. Yeah, it's Fuck. all live. Yes. Yeah. I almost just stopped myself from saying fuck, and then I realized where we were. Yeah. Thank God. Wow, right? oh, that's You're so not sweet. On a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever fucked <laughs> that one up on the real radio, on the, on the censored radio? I don't know. But there's this song <laughs> called uh, yeah. The Power of Love. Sorry, I just want to keep talking about Jimi Hendrix. It's the fourth Moving track up. that's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, I mean, all this stuff's insane, but there's this tone that he hits that just like carves a piece out of your soul. When I used to work with Phil Hartman, he told me a story about when he was at the Whiskey, and I think he was a teenager still. I think Phil was like 18 or 19 or something, mm -hmm. and he was working as like uh, a stagehand. And his job was to hold up the speaker while Jimi Hendrix was on stage because the stage was so small and the speaker was kind of rocking. So he had to stand there, stand there and hold up the speaker. Wow. And he said, Jimi Hendrix was that is five brutal. feet in front of me. He said it was fucking wow. incredible. It is and this crazy. is Jesus. when, when was Hendrix that? was I mean, just sort of becoming Hendrix. So like he would, early. I don't know. That'd be like 1966. We could like could go back over when he died and when, you know, he would have been like 18 or 19, but I don't he remember died in the, the 70s. exact age. He died in 1970. Okay. Really? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Damn, look at you, Encyclopedia yeah. Ben. I love Jimmy Hendrix. Ben Tanaka? Hartman died in <laughs> yeah. like, I think, 98. Mm. So right. whatever that was, those 20 years before that, There's this so it would have been like in the early 70s, I guess. Yeah. That doesn't make sense, actually. I wish we well, could late, go back late, in time and experience music like in the 60s and 70s when well, it was just like everything heard. was new. You'd never heard anything like that before. Yeah, right? It was you the first like time they got step? real drugs. <laughs> Wait, what, what were the demonic chords, Ben? We were talking about this the other day. That like, was a long time but ago. Back in like the, is this like Renaissance time? was like the 1600s. Where there was chords they thought to be Yeah, demonic. they were evil. Like What's if they, they heard the shit we played today, it would be like, you'd be burned at the stake. Well, because of the mind blowing. Oh yeah, fuck that. He would have been yeah. toast. <laughs> well, just the beginning of Voodoo Child. <laughs> right. Oh. You know? No, you hear that? Never get sick of that. But that's so kind of. Well, you really stop and think about like there was there was a clear evolution, right? There was a bunch of shit going on. There was Chuck Berry, and there was Little Richard, mm. and then there was Elvis, and there was all these rock and roll guys, and then all of a sudden there's this eruption out of that, and it's Led Zeppelin, yeah, and it's The Who, and it's Hendrix, and it's like people that were just on a t completely different level. Queen. Yeah. Queen in their prime. But it's interesting, like, they all were driven, like, well, Zeppelin was all blues music. They just... They kind of stole a lot of shit, They huh? stole a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. That's fucked up, yeah. isn't it? No, but I mean, yes. But it's kind of part of the... Yeah. It's, it's fucked up that they are dicks about him, but right. it's not out of the ordinary, because all those dudes are just playing each other's 
songs anyway. Yeah. That is a giant problem. If you're the guy who created the opening riff to Stairway to Heaven, and it's about well, but, your song, and then you try to do it. Well, oh, the other side of that spectrum is really fucked up, though, too, because now you're in this game where, like, if you play anything remotely sounds like that, you'll get sued. Right. And every at this point, like... I mean, I don't rip off songs from other people. We don't do that. But like, you could make us. You could write a song, and then not know that it had a similar thing, right? Similar melody, and somebody could come after you, and that fucking blows. We were just talking about that bittersweet symphony song mm-hmm. from the Verve, mm-hmm. and how they gave all their money to the Rolling Stones. Yeah, because the opening riff was too similar, which is crazy. Well, they, they took it's a sample, isn't it? It's it like this, yeah, this, it? this kind of Andrew Lou Oldham produced the Stones and did all these orchestrations for them, and they just oh, they just sampled it. Yeah. Now, how does that work though? That seems kind of crazy that you give it all the money. I don't, I don't mind you giving them money. I'm sure they didn't give all of it. I mean, they had publishing on their actual song. right? Is that different? I don't know the facts. But. Is it different? Like as a musician, do you feel like that feels different if someone just uses like, or, like if someone heard "Ice Ice Baby," they knew it was under pressure, <laughs> right? Sick. Right? I mean, it's almost like it's not hurting well, the original song. it's almost like song. a collaboration at that point, because your song was inspired by another song, and obviously there's credit due for that, but it's just an interesting way that the pie gets cut up. Right. And the way people just tenaciously hold on to their peace in this way that, I, I don't know, it really bums me out, to be honest. I mean, obviously you need to get paid and make a living, but inspirationally speaking, it just, the barometer is just so like people just go so far off the course in order to get credit and money for things that it's just bullshit but i think it's so difficult you were just talking about that in there it's so difficult to have a career that keeps paying you right Right. if anybody has something that's close to the the sun you're just like that's it because that's the only way I'm going to be able to fucking afford this house. The music business in particular, or the I shouldn't say the music business, because I never really say the comedy business. I would say the comedy world. Because mm-hmm. I think you guys are like the closest to big business in the way like your contracts are. You always hear like these nightmare contracts. You're like, mm. Jesus. Like for us... We've never made money doing anything but performing. So no one ever like got a grip of the other stuff. Right. Right. Like with musicians, Ooh. you guys all made a lot of money selling actual albums back well, in the day. We don't, but but I mean <laughs> musicians that it could have well, folks but comedy artists too, right? But I guess they always went through record labels. Yeah, but so there's the no same. money in it. There's no I mean I sh- I should say like a few guys made money. Like Dane Cook probably made a ton of money right. because he had um the biggest selling comedy album of all time. Right. His was like is at least platinum. It might have went double platinum. Do you um, get paid as an actor at that point? Or is it is it like No, he must he must have had a deal with the record company unless he released it himself. Some people can release their stuff themselves, but I don't know oh, how Oh, this that is works. audio, you mean this isn't like yeah. a live DVD. Okay. No, but when, as soon as it gets to be a live DVD, there's two options. Mm-hmm. One is you could pay for it all yourself, pay for the filming and then sell it to whatever organization, whether it's Netflix or what have you, or Comedy Central. You could do okay. it that way. Okay. What is this? Here we go. Both of them went platinum. The, the first facts. two. They both went platinum. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, that's a that's that's a that's huge sales. One million two hundred fifteen thousand and one million two hundred or two hundred and sixty four thousand for the second one. That's incredible. Like for a, like a stand-up comedian to sell that many albums, mm-hmm. he was a but real and phenomenon. And people actually bought them. Like that was number you had to one. pay for that. Oh yeah, that's funny. I wonder what was number one. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. But 
2003 would that Siri, what was number US one? comedy number one and would two that he's number one and two look he's right there number one. Oh, yeah but at the time the second one this yeah one, that's 2003 that's the highest it ever got was number two. Oh, so someone outpeaked old chart was, positions did oh, okay. Dave Chappelle do live or, uh, records, audio really. he didn't have records so that was number one on the comedy charts it was number one period yeah. oh comedy okay yeah, what yeah. the fuck would this mean is, number two uh, if his was number one 60, this one made it number four in the whole US chart overall wow that's crazy that's huge yeah. that's giant um so that's it like i didn't make shit i mean i made some money when i had a record on warner brothers in uh -huh. 1999 Woo, good what year was it, called? it was a good Wait, year was that the, is there like a space monkey thing no going on? that was called i'm gonna be dead someday uh -huh. that was my first thing <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh the, the next one was uh shiny happy jihad that was uh Woo. And then uh, Talking Monkeys in Space. That was the one I was We need to get our collection for the road travels. Yeah, I'll hook you guys up. Hook that shit up, man. <laughs> get on the Spotify. <laughs> How many albums do you guys have now? Trace albums. Trace. Three, but we just, we're releasing solo records this year. So it's been like a really interesting, like we're working together and separately. It's crazy. You guys keeping it together? Or you get weird with each other all the time. All the time, both. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Both. It's intense, but that is the way it has always been, it's always, and possibly always will be. Yeah. Do you think that is? It, I feel like as long as everyone's kind, it's unavoidable, and it's like part of the process of dealing with people. It's well, like people we get on each other's. We nerves. definitely act like shitheads, and then we have these moments of uh, great communication. Well, that's the end goal. But uh, I think I can say that our relationship has made my other relationships in my life so much better because you have to administer patience and listen mm. and ah. really just have, you know. It's hard for people, right? Yeah. Well, you got to learn how to be wrong, you know, and say you're sorry when you fuck up. Like, I'm sorry. I was I was wrong. I was stupid of me. I shouldn't have said that. Like, it's also there's a balancing act that some people never achieve of listening to someone and thinking about what they're saying and then responding because of that or just saying what's on your mind. Like, there's like this balancing act. Like, sometimes you just want to say what's on your mind. And sometimes you have to, like, absorb what this person is saying to you. And then you have to respect it and address it and try to figure out how, as a person that cares about them, what's totally. the best way to get out what you're thinking. Sometimes you don't do well, that. And, and, so, and then you have to deal with emotions happening at the same goddamn oh, yeah. time, which completely oh, yeah. changed the way you could speak oh, and move. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, so, something <laughs> that. Um, just cracked this open. Yeah, I, I got to. I got a great therapist. I love her so much. And she, you know, accepting people is a huge deal. And just saying, hey, you and I have very different truths or like, you know, not you and I, but, ever, you know, anyone. And when you're arguing with somebody or you're in disagreement, what is true to them could be completely different to you. But you, you know, the, if you just fight that and keep fighting that, you're going to be so fucked. Yeah. And, and like, there's no, there's no peace involved in in that scenario so just like accepting your differences is is half the battle how do we relay your message to the rest of the world and solve this fucking problem how What's do the we problem? solve the world's world's in conflict learn how to constantly. say you're sorry learn how to be mm. wrong you gotta speak and then, their language and, first and then listen to each other for crying out loud mm. i think that's so important i i feel like people want to be right when you politics right now are just such a shit show and if I try to stay on board, I just get so exhausted because it's never ending. There's no, there's no moment of, of peace. It's like, okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to piss. Now you're going to piss. Now I'm going to piss. And we're just going to keep pissing. Mm. And it just doesn't like, 
I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm really annoyed with all of that. I can't stand it. Did you see what that shit, um, shit poster guy Baked Alaska did? What he posted? <laughs> he posted a tweet that uh, somehow he was proud that the president was shit posting. Because uh, you know, you know what the president did, uh, what Trump did. He took that um, meme CNN of thing? him yeah, with slamming the guy with a CNN uh-huh. head. Mm-hmm. And uh, this baked Alaska guy, who's uh, like a famous shit poster. Do you know what a shit poster is? They say like ridiculous shit in their memes, and they fuck with people and they get yeah. people upset. Yeah, it's pretty funny stuff. Great. Yeah, I'm so honored to live in a country <laughs> where our president is shit posting on Twitter. It really makes the world a better place. It's <laughs> <That's> hilarious. Baked <laughs> Alaska. He's. It's fucking funny, man. He had the funniest really meme funny. about Alex Jones, and I didn't know it was his. And I posted it on my Instagram. Somebody sent it to me. I didn't know who it was, and I posted it, and then he got mad at me, and he said I was stealing jokes. But if I had known it was his, I definitely would have given him credit. But the meme is hilarious. It's hot. It's him in the hot tub. <laughs> What's the one with Alex Jones in the hot tub when everybody wants to chill, but you're so woke you can't help drop truth bombs? It's Alex Jones in a hot tub with sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> It's just such a perfect meme for Alex. That's a real art form, the funny meme. Yeah. Oh, agreed. It really is. And it's not, they're, they're getting fucked. You want to talk about people getting fucked? Yeah. The creators of the funny memes. The memists? Yeah. Right. I feel like, there it is. Well, that- <laughs> people are trying to relax, <laughs> but you're so woke, you just have to drop another truth bomb. <laughs> Look uh, at him. That's really Look at his funny. sunglasses on. I love Alex. Dude, he is red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that might be a filter. Instagram uses a lot of filters to make you look unhealthy. Yeah, it's, it's isn't there a lot of shaming with the meme stuff, though, now? It's like if you start stealing people's memes, you're, you're a target. Right? You become Well, yeah, but it's, the problem is a lot of people are still not aware. Like, There's a lot of people that have become famous because they have websites and their pages get millions and millions and millions of followers, and all they're doing is stealing people's memes. Right. And some of them have been forced to credit people, and some of them just sort of like that fat Jewish guy. He just sort of writes the person who created it's name in the the the. the Didn't he? He got in big trouble though. He got in trouble. Yeah, Yeah, he got caught. I mean, this this would it was a wild west. You don't in my book. Yeah. But it's the it's the (laughs) wild west. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's like no one knew how. I mean, if you send me something and it's really hilarious. You know, and then like Eddie Eddie Bravo just sent me one on Bill Cosby. I don't think I could share it, but it's it's fucked up enough. I could show it to you, but he sends it to me, and I'm like, bah, ha, ha. I don't know who the fuck came up with it. You know, it says you when you realize building a wall fucks your quaalude supply. <laughs> Oh my God! No. Oh, that face! Did I he make that? Oh, I was gonna say, did Eddie make that? No, I don't. No. He might have. I don't know. I have no idea. Eddie does a lot of funny shit. He he might have made that himself, but um, I don't know who made that. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. when something like that happens, he sends it to me. I might send it to Jamie. Jamie might send it to Brendan. Well, when you make it, can you there put it is. your? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. I think we got his eyes right. He might. I mean, Eddie might have made that. That's gonna haunt my dreams. <laughs> But um, the point is, like, how dare you? (laughs) How does someone? I mean, it's so easy to make one of those, but it's a Uh really funny joke. Like, how does someone like claim that? Well, I was gonna say, can you put your stamp? Like, can you have your like a watermark? Your icon, yeah. Or like that seems annoying though. You'd have to do that. All the shit is annoying. Yeah. But if you like, if you like, if you Ben had a uh, Instagram page and you started putting up Which those memes, people would steal them. <laughs> but if you made sure. your own, if you just decided, you know, between as an exercise in between writing songs, I'm gonna write some fucking joke memes. Yeah, I'll meme on it for a little bit. Instagram. Yeah. You know? I think I, I don't. I guess I just let it. I I think I'd struggle with that. Mm. That's a tough one. Be an issue, right? You'd mm-hmm. be like these motherfuckers. But you're already co-opting other people's images anyway, and a lot yes. of the time you're. 
phrases and stuff like that. It's almost like collage. Remember when you got in that little battle right. with uh, Mark he, Maron? <laughs> you guys got in a battle? I got in a Twitter well, There was fight a little bit of a Maron. Twitter argument. Over what? Yeah. Mark Maron, oh, by me. the way, will argue with his own mom <laughs> on I mean, Twitter. Yeah. What happened? He, well, he said something about, he, he said, I don't know why Something this pissed was, me off. He said, memes are our, our, our culture, the cancer of our culture's imagination. Oh, well, like, that's not true. Shut the fuck up. And, that's, and I kind of sent him this get out tweet of back Lake, that was take like, a deep breath. yeah, you don't know, like, because I was also reading this other he shit. He had a great used, retort, though. You yeah. said, I don't think you know exactly what it means. Sorry. I jumped in. Uh, <laughs> do it. Take it home. What did you say? No, he said, <laughs> I, I sent back kind of like a similarly bitchy thing because I was reading about memes in a different context. And I was like, eh, it's actually not what memes means all the time, Mark. And he was like, I know exactly what it means. And I was like, fuck, that's really funny. Damn. But then he went on and kind of like drove it home. He called me a poetry assassin. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then he, he said got, he was, I was narrow-minded. And I was like, dude, How are you narrow-minded? Because you don't agree with his assessment of memes? Because I went back at him. I don't know. Wow, it, it that means you have narrow-minded. We, we had some friends <laughs> jumping in me. and being like, hey, honey, no, honey, was, you're great. It that was, was a great moment because Vernon Reed from yeah, his band called In Living Color chimed in and stood up. He, he was my knight in shining. I think we as human beings <laughs> oh, have no, to resist. Memes are the cancer cells oh, in the cultural imagination. <laughs> oh, God. And by the way, you know what I hate about it the most? No capital letter, no period. <laughs> no! You can't do that. We were on tour was, when this was, was happening, and we were time. like, "I, I don't like, know where it's a cool man, but sorry, but you're wrong." <laughs> so I like, I definitely can't claim any victory in that situation. No, I think we had to pull over. We had to pull over so we could figure out what to do. You <laughs> might as well have a cigarette holder if you're writing that. You should have a black turtleneck and a cigarette holder. <laughs> no, it's ben, bullshit. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Jazz. You should be listening to jazz if you write that. I like jazz. What's wrong with jazz? Nothing. Jazz is great. But there's some people that listen to jazz just so people know they're listening to jazz. Oh, that's sure. fucked up. You know up. that yeah. guy. Yeah. You know that guy. Yeah. That's that, made that me, guy. So I just remember there's this great, you said Little Richard and Jimi Hendrix before. <laughs> yeah. There's this, Jimi Hendrix was in Little Richard's band. Do you know that? Oh, yeah. I forgot about before that. Before he was, oh, you know, what he was. I think I read And there's that. this great fucking interview Maybe with Little Richard talking about Jimi Hendrix. Just high as a kite. Uh, it's amazing and also how about jerry lee lewis jerry lee lewis fucking killed how many wives oh my god <laughs> didn't oh, he kill is. a couple oh, of them it's so oh. good he said he made my toe go up my boot yeah what <laughs> heroin oh, i told you that everybody is a star <laughs> the only problem is some people haven't been put in the dipper and pulled back on the world <laughs> whoa that's what the answer is jesus little richard's amazing that's what the answer you got to be placed into the dipper and pulled back, back on the world. down on the world and then men will see your good works and glorify god jehovah <laughs> jimmy hendrix could play that rock and roll i used to be singing rock and roll getting woo, be gone he have that thing just romping and tumping all up under my toes <laughs> At time, he used to make my big toe shoot up in my boot. <laughs> he did it so good. He gave it all oh, to you. Love him so much. And that's what you want. You want it all or none. But Can I just pause this right here? To go on. He Little Rich is what every gay man should aspire to. <laughs> <laughs> just be so fucking fabulous that you are oh, undeniable. So good. And Freddie Mercury. We were talking about him earlier. Have you seen those? It's like mid-70s shit. And it blows my I mind. I haven't seen anything. Because the dude is in a... He looks like Lord Farquaad. But oh. If that means anything to anybody. <laughs> but, he, but he's tall. And he's got this skin-tight white suit. And it's mid-70s. And he's gay. And his dick is just like, <laughs> boom. Like, you could just see his dick. He doesn't give dick. a fuck. And he's yeah. present. If you did that now, you'd be done. You can't do that. 
Yes, you can. No, you can't. Who, you can't who do does that? that? Who is up on stage with their dick hanging out? And, and was it actually hanging out? Literally, you're just like, oh, there's his dick. No, it wasn't mean, like like outside of his pants. You're saying no. Yeah. Okay, but dude, clearly, you're not doing a good job. Clearly with this. presented. Here, let me clear this up. It doesn't need to be outside. It's a transparent <clears throat> material. Oh, yeah. really? What's I'm like, saying, a, not, like if, a stocking. If if Justin Timberlake did that, it would be Justin. All fucking or if you're listening, over. you should do you should this. Do yeah, that, it's Justin. time. Yeah, do it. See what Sexy happens. Bro. Express yourself. See what happens. Get those feet moving fast. <laughs> Some of us want to know. No, but I just thought do it was you... crazy that it was so different that that people were somehow accept. You know, just so is it pantyhose? Like what is he? He's got this like skin tight bodysuit. Right, and what color is it? White. But it's how white. did it make you feel? Pure white. I was fascinated. So you're looking at his dick like as if he was wearing like tight underwear. Right, it's beyond that. Beyond that, you know what I'm saying? You is can there pictures of this? What about it? Magic Mike? DVD. What about like what about stuff like that? You, are, like what? Magic but that's Mike? a movie about people stripping. This okay, is a live concert in that's front fair. of people. Anybody can fucking go, and mm-hmm. the dude just like bam, Damn. dick out. Yeah, it just shocked me. That's all, hmm. and inspired me. Do you remember those old? <laughs> How is this going to affect pictures? your solo record release this fall? <laughs> Remember those old se- those old uh, Led Zeppelin pictures where Robert Plant oh, would yeah. have his hog tucked up on the side of his leg? I mean, like, Good what are you going to do? You can't lie about that. Mm-hmm. You can't fake that. Everybody would know. Yeah, but when you wear underwear, it doesn't show like that. And he probably got hard before the photo. That's, That's a, that is a talent imagine. in and of itself, let alone the voice focus. of an angel. That well, if you just I mean, put a rubber band around your cock and balls Go like, on. Right before you do it. Like, look at that. <laughs> boom, look at him there. That's insane. That looks yeah. like yeah. that looks uncomfortable. Like how do, you walk, how do you walk with that? Definitely was. You walk cock out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You kind of like look at the one tilt. in the white there. Yeah, he's drooping. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. So imagine that's that. That's dick. Imagine that, but if you could see like the outline, <clears throat> there you know, there's a well-defined the head that would be Freddie Mercury. Well, then you know it's real. Maybe he'll have like a problem. <laughs> Put his dick to the right. Isn't that the well, thing that you hang one way? You can't really change it, right? What? It's like I'm right-handed. I, this I'm is not offensive. You don't even have a penis. You're yeah. offending me. Well, I'm oh, asking. <laughs> I want to know. Show, show what? Show what? If you How dare were, you? If you were a girl and we were talking about your vagina, it would be really gross, right? We'd be like, would oh, that be you gross? Can't ask questions. I'd, I'd about be into it. What Let's talk about it. Yeah, what do you want to know? Which way does your vagina left. slant? Hanks right. I think it's just right down the middle. <laughs> and you got I'm perfectly well proportioned. Symmetrical. <laughs> Every Robert Plant one, his dick swinging to the left. Yeah. Maybe it's if it's that big. He's got to like tuck it in a leg. He's got to choose a leg, and he's just gotten comfortable. He's got like a groove on the left side mm. where it tucks in. I mean, mm. if you if you position yourself on stage a certain way. And I mean, you guys all have dicks, right? Mm, so you don't. Sure allegedly. You, but you don't wear pants as tight as it. Robert Plant. So. I mean, check me out. Um, <laughs> Look at this. What is going on oh, here? He's got his on. pants down. Is that a scrotum? It says Robert's Last Stand. What is it? Is that a real photo? I don't think so. That's a that real cover of real album? Ben, That's not one of the ben records. Fact I found checker. the blank one, one, and then there was the real one was attached to it. Encyclopedia so Bentanica. Is that a real cover? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so in that one you actually see his dick? Is that what the uh, uh, implication is? Hmm. I have these moments when we're podcasting where I'm like, God, I hope my parents never listen to this. They definitely But they won't. might they might really be into it. I don't know. What I do you think, think Ben? Well, here's the thing. Ray and Kath? I've been going through a thing with my mom. We don't really know each other that well. Okay. Right? It's the truth. And I feel like this, um, she would learn a lot about me in my life. Oh, my God. That's this. heavy. That's a lot. Should we send it to her? Definitely not. No. <laughs> terrible. I don't think she could handle it. That would be I think she'd horrifying. be freaked out. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. It's okay. 
But she that, loves you. I mean, She's a delicate person. Whenever, do, I mean, especially in this day and age, whenever do you have a chance to sit and talk to someone for three hours straight like this? It's rare. That's it's sort of the cure for what ails us when it comes to communicating, like podcasts, because mm-hmm. there's it's so informal and it's really just like sitting down talking, which is what a lot of us don't ever have the chance to do anymore. Everyone right. is always doing a million things. You're always looking at your phone. You're always about to go somewhere. You got right. a meeting. You got a this. You got a that. When the fuck do you ever get three hours? To just sit, to just sit. It's and a just, special thing. It is. We're it very excited real. to be here. Mm-hmm. But isn't it crazy that just talking is yeah. a special thing? Like that shows you how weird we are right now, like right. As, as human beings, like as an organism that grew up in a social environment. I mean, mm-hmm. every every person that survives, that's alive today comes from a history of people that were in tribes. Right. Mm-hmm. We're in these little groups of people and social interaction was everything. Yep. Like you had to know each but other. But so was being alone and that doesn't happen very often either when people, mm. well, I mean. Someone's moody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Come on. No, but you were talking about like devices right. and stuff. I couldn't help myself. No, I love you, but you're a dick. I love you too. But it's true. Like I, we no, you're right. We're always so busy. There's always shit going on, and like, I I definitely have these moments where like, I wasn't just sitting, not talking to someone, or looking at my phone. Like I can't remember when I wasn't just moving, you yeah. know, and not even meditating, just like sitting. Mm-hmm. I've become super aware, at least over the last year, that there's a lot of wasted time mm. um, in looking at devices and computers. Like I've I've been real aware of it to the point where I, I had to weigh my ben- the benefits of it or. The ven- benefits are pretty numerous. Like I get a lot of really interesting articles off of social media and really interesting articles that I find online and really interesting, up-to-date information about space and science that's very, mm-hmm. very valuable right. to me. But then there's also a lot of scrolling through nonsense. Totally. It's equally as fruitful as it is beguiling because yeah. you get fucked up and lost in it. And like, I wanted to invent this app that it, I think someone probably already did it, but that puts a lock on your social media. So you only get like 20 minutes a day. And yeah, once it's up, they have it's those. done. They have those. Yeah, I mean. You don't want it. Mm. You just want to develop some But it's also control. crucial for our careers. <laughs> like it's crucial to yes. like Yeah, your, your have... thing is built on social media. Yes. It's, it's crazy. It, the but thing I, is though, you need time alone where you're bored. Mm. This is what I believe. Read a book. I think you need time to just be able to sit and think about something or do something, like practice something when you're like, I'm sure you guys are like this with music, right? Mm-hmm. Where you Ben's don't... a great practicer. I'm really envious of his discipline. He practices guitar every day. Well, it's like, it's a, I mean, yeah, you got to. It's like <laughs> meditation. It's the same thing. Yeah, I think that is, there's something to that for sure that some people don't experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put your phone over there or right. shut it off or put it in airplane mode and just do your thing, you know? We well, you know what's crazy about the practices when you can separate because it, it's tough because I'll have devices on my phone that help me practice. I'll have metronomes and stuff right. like that. Oh. And then all Timers. of a sudden, bing, bing, the stuff's going off. And the difference between you can put it when on I don't mode. have my phone, when I'm not communicating with the social media world or texting, whatever, and when I do, it's insane. In 20 minutes, it's like working out. If you focus for 20 minutes, it's going to replace three hours of shitty working out am i right about that mm, yeah, yeah for sure yeah it's all about how much how deep you can go in you know just uh, uh, uh cognitively but and, and i think in general people were like coming to grips with this now as like an etiquette because we didn't fucking 10 years ago none of this stuff existed this is like fresh out the gate mm-hmm. so we're trying to figure this out and it, there's this dude you just see 
people paying more and more attention to exactly what you're saying. There's this guy that wrote a book called Deep Work, and every it's like going viral. People are paying attention to this guy's ideas that are exactly what we're talking about. You need to shut off social media advice, uh, to, you know, stuff, input, um, and allow your brain to sink down deep. And that's where real value comes from, right? That's the only it's way to access real value. It's funny that it's that simple. Real value. Where people don't even realize how it'll take over your life and your relationships. Well, it's and new. The, it's too new. It's not that yeah. new. It's though. so it's new. Super new. It's so I new. I guess it yeah, is. Like You're one, right. And 19, just, what is it yeah. like? 1994 is the internet. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's like the main spread of the internet. 94. I remember when we had That's Juno. Nothing. Juno, uh, and it was like, e- it was like electron. It wasn't email yet. Even. Yeah. It was just like. But do you understand that this is only like 10 years old? That like, is, yeah. that like is crazy. With the iPhones, right. this is what, didn't they just go through the 10th anniversary of the mm-hmm. iPhone? That's when it started. Yeah. Before that, there were no apps. Okay, right. so if there's no apps, there's you no Twitter, the snake there's no game Facebook. <laughs> on your phone, the snake game where it goes, it, it like, you you just had arrows and the sn- you had to get the snake through this maze. <laughs> I don't play games you on the play phone. That? No. no it was a thing, Joe. You really missed out. I did. Okay, I'm sorry <laughs> to tell Fart you. Ninja? Wait, what was it so called? Puzzle ten, Farter? You heard ten of years. Puzzle no. Farter. No. Joe, come Puzzle on. Puzzle Farter? Yeah. Jamie, if you find that, I swear to God, you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. Is it amazing. worth something? Would, it, it, was a, it was a thing. Oh my God, when we did our first record. It might have just been a thing with us. With us. Puzzle yeah. Farter. You take Never this little character. Did you hear of it? And you propel him with his own farts with your space bar and your arrows and you think it sounds stupid but you play your first game and you're just laughing I love how Joe oh my god boom Joe has Neil deGrasse Tyson and then he has us on talking about puzzle puzzle hey live your truth this is who we are this is actually something that brought us a lot of joy to start demo level it seems like you can play it give it it to us oh my god you can play it online get it get it get it get it get it you gotta get some sound. Gotta, some okay. Listen, we're okay. not doing this. <laughs> I'm not gonna play puzzle farter. Jamie's gonna operate the controls and play puzzle farter. Deny. Well, one day, challenge yourself. It's a lot of fun. I just don't think people are used to the idea of uh, being alone anymore without these devices, sure. and that's only been around for ten years. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a lot of false comfort. It's I crazy. mean, but I think there's also like there's all these different um, disorders and things that they're coming up with, like, you know, young kids and their identity with Instagram and how it reflects their self-worth and how many likes they get and who like their photos. And like, it's really scary. It's, I was looking really at an article intense. today where yeah. they were saying that girls as early as nine years old yeah. are getting surgery to make their vaginas look better. No. Shut the fuck up. That's not true. Yes. Really? They might be making it up just so I'll talk about it. Yeah. I don't think we should. <laughs> I think that how sounds you know no, 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 questionable. Like I think it's old. in the Daily Mail, so it might be questionable. But, Whose uh, parents? Wh- but I know that vagina wh- surgeries, like uh, like aesthetic vagina surgeries, oh are on the rise. Really? Damn. Yeah. I mean, they didn't exist. Like I how remember, many years there was ago? a trend when you would dye your pubes <clears throat> blue and put uh, bedazzled. No, that was just you. That was just you. This is no trend. <laughs> no, it was a thing. It was like that. Ben, fart, you know all about fart this. Puzzle. <laughs> I know what you're talking about? Vagina <laughs> surgery. In the same pond. This is the BBC, guys. Come on. That can't be right. No, but scroll Seeking back down so you see the, Look at that that headline. Vagina surgery sought by girls as young as nine. I mean, vaginas are crazy looking. Okay, but how... Okay, here's the thing. A so bunch of people dicks. got so fired. Dicks, dicks are I weird. Mean, They're no, all you're right. weird. You're right, but it's a lot harder Don't to discriminate. operate. Sorry to interrupt you. B- bunch harder of people to operate got fired. a vagina? I beg to differ. No, to operate on a dick than a vagina. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I'm gonna yeah, we're we really making judgment calls here on what's more. <laughs> I really hope your mom doesn't listen. One to of these things that we know nothing about is more difficult. <laughs> no, it feels operating right. Operating on body parts. It feels hmm. right. 
Um, <laughs> how do you know? Like this. Here's the thing, man. Like CNN just got busted for they they got they fired a bunch of people for writing some story about Trump and Russia that wasn't true. Mm -hmm. You hear about that? Mm -hmm. Like people get like super overzealous trying to uh, make a story real when they didn't do like all the background work that was necessary. People get, like that's why Trump can get away with calling CNN fake news, right? Sure. Because they're doing shit Because like well, they're, they're doing desperado shit. They're mm -hmm. getting into that blurry area where they're doing things that are just a little bit sensational, a little sensationalism, and they're trying to get people to pay attention. Yeah. How, pace, how do we know that right? this is, that's not the case here? Like when you see somebody- sure. <clears throat> I'm sure women are getting vagina surgeries. Mm -hmm. We've heard of it. Of we course. know it's a real thing. So, but when you see as early as nine, like, Man, if that's not instant clickbait, like that probably saying as young as nine, that might be worth fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm and just they could say, a if guess. there's one case of this, they could point to that as a reference and say, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I this mean, is I would, the well, the mind. absurdity of a young child, uh, someone, yeah. anyone like uh, looking at their vagina <clears throat> in any kind of pleasurable way is totally fucked up. So why would a kid care about the appearance of their vagina? You know what I mean? Like that, none of this makes sense. Well, exactly. I mean, what's even creepier is you cut baby makes dicks me angry. to make them look better for Jesus. I did that for Jesus, dude. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. For Jesus. Not to be too vulnerable here, but yeah. I, the other day I, for the first time in my life saw my circumcision scar. I was like, Holy shit. That's what that is. How did it wow. make you feel? It was intense. I was like, someone cut my dick off. -ish. They're doing it right now. Part of it, as we're talking, yeah. they're cutting baby dicks all over this country you know, in 2017. Just, they're just, just slicing happened. baby dicks for no reason. There's so many things I want to say, and I just want to keep them to myself at this Why? point. Because I should. Hmm. Well, if you want to say them, I feel like you don't want to keep them to yourself. Oh, uh, <coughs> I'm gonna pass. Is it about, <laughs> is it about baby dicks? <laughs> no, it's about circumcised. Uncer okay, yeah, what else is going on, guys? Yeah. How's that Jack Daniels okay. single okay. barrel? It's fine. You don't have to. Go I know where you're going. You don't have to say a word. <laughs> but <the> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like about to turn the mulch over. It's an aesthetic thing. Yeah, but just because you sometimes used I forget to it. that it's this is being broadcast and we're not just hanging out as she friends. Just stop talking. And I know. We, we would. <laughs> and then, we would not have to think about it. I feel self-aware. Just gonna focus on my Joe action figure. I mean, how many, how much, if a BBC News article like that probably gets like a million hits, right? Am I being, no, probably not. maybe a lot of hits, right? So how much is what that worth? Like if you can guarantee 50% more hits, <coughs> is it worth thousands of dollars? Like how much do they get? <coughs> they get paid by the ads that are on their website, when, right? When there's I'm like, on the computer and I'm like, you know, looking at something and then there's those, you know, distractify kind of things. Oh yeah. And I. I click on them because I'm curious. Don't I just it. feel so bad about myself. <laughs> I just feel like such a piece of shit. Like you should be doing something better with your time, Suzanne, than looking at you know the uh, I don't know. You know what before like? and after pictures of you know what I mean. Like who those cares? Those articles are like having phone sex with a robot. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you never get anything out of it. You're but like, you're getting changing the channel. This is weird. Like there's no there's no real. It's not a real article. Like, like right. if you read, like, you know, the it's, 18 hot women from the 80s, you should see them now. Right, right. And, you know, and you go through them, and it's like, who's writing this? Like, no one's But even... what, who benefits from, I'm curious, like, just beyond the veil, like, what is the point? They get, does someone get paid for you clicking that button? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That sucks. 100%. Yeah, I hate traffic. that. I hate that. But it's the same shit. I mean, like, why do people buy fucking Doritos? It's the same thing, isn't it? 
Yeah. What do you hate about it, though? Because I want to use my time and energy wisely and, and not waste it on things like that. Because I'd, I'd rather, like, sit with my phone off and my computer off or, or learn something that is beneficial. Right. I, don't, I think that's just wasteful. That's junk food. It is, but so is Doritos, but Doritos taste good. Yeah, but they have healthy They're Doritos. They have, like, so they have like Taco vegan... Bell tacos, the, the shell uh, is a Dorito. They have that one, my favorite chip at 365 slash Whole Foods is like, it's like a bean chip and it tastes like Doritos and it's it's not... Uh, Wait a minute, what's 365 slash Whole Foods? It's, there's in Glendale in California, in the it's Los Angeles. It's called 365 Yeah, so it's like, it's like a Whole cheaper Foods? Whole Foods. It's like the brand 365 when you go to Whole Foods. Huh. Whole yeah. Foods started an out, like an outlet. It's an outlet. Oh, okay. Store. For the poor kids. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> it's for everybody. I'm just kidding. It's out there. Okay. It's out there. Dude. Yeah, check it's it real. out. Give it... You know, take it for a spin. So, what were you saying about it? No, but they have like these. They have these chips. I bean, they have Dorito substitutes. They taste like Doritos, saying. and I fucking love them. They're delicious. You know what I think's adorable? Trans fats are fucking terrible for you, right? They're horrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the government has decided to outlaw trans fats. Right. In two years. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, yeah, you can eat poison for two yeah. years. Do you think it's you guys interesting? Get ruthless diarrhea and just shallow <laughs> oh, calories, God, and a lot awful. of people are going to die because of obesity because you're addicted to sucking down these things. What about when the you workers go to, of the trans When you go to Canada, <clears throat> they have their Heinz ketchup, and we have our Heinz ketchup. And the Canadian Heinz ketchup does not have high fructose corn syrup. What does it have? Sugar? I don't know, but it doesn't have high fructose corn syrup because it's, it's and it's gross. banned. It was. It tasted differently, and I liked it. I, I'm not kidding. I just. I think that's interesting. That like, right on the other side of this border, they have better ketchup. Well, they have better Coca-Cola in Mexico. They do. They use cane sugar. That's true. Right? That's Tastes true. better. I mean, I don't. I don't really drink Coca-Cola, but it's. It does taste better. It's just interesting what the FDA approves in our country for the food that we eat. They don't give a fuck. They about don't give us. a shit. No, they don't give not. a fuck. All no. those government agencies are a bunch of puppets when it comes to diet and exercise and what you're allowed to put in cigarettes and what you're allowed to put in yeah. all sorts of different drugs that get passed. It is fucking bananas that they're. We were talking about Nevada just became legal for marijuana. Right. It's fucking bananas. Yeah. How it took until 2017 where states finally started making weed legal while people are dropping off left and right, right. from opiate pills. Like mm -hmm. there was a, a, a study that uh, that Dr. Hart, is that his name? Um, it's on my, um, my Twitter. Hart? I tweeted it uh, earlier today or last night. But uh, it was 93% of patients that um, have pain preferred cannabis over opiates. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Opioids or opiates? How well, do you say opioids. They, opioids? Opioids? Yeah, I can attest to that. They, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> I mean, uh, menstrual cramps are debilitating for some ladies, I'll be honest. And uh, we, that's why I got my weed license. Because it like, is night and day. Wow. To, Tell them about the thing. Well, they they have. <laughs> sure, I don't care. I'm, I feel comfortable. They have they have, have suppositories that you put you put in your in your Whoa, twinkle hey. that uh, just they get your eyes fuck. No, they don't get you. I mean, they they get your. They make this warm, uh, wonderful feeling in your belly that is the antithesis of writhing in pain and being out of commission for a day. Which wow. happens every month. I get one or two days where I'm just down. I'm in so much pain. I can't. I can't do anything. And it's awful. Uh, but but weed has been the best thing that's happened for that 
ailment. Wow. Whereas you take Motrin and you can take Motrin, but it can give you a terrible stomachache because it's really bad. It's really it's really bad for your liver, and you know, and you're taking like just handfuls of Motrin and Advil, like all those things. Yeah, it's the same thing, but it's non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Those things are super bad for your body. But and it's it's interesting that that's what you would you would take as opposed to ha- having weed legal and all of its different medicinal facets that can help you. The, well, the difference is obviously there's a psychoactive effect that's probably unwanted for a lot of people that take Advil. They just want to get rid of the headache. They don't want to right. trip their fucking balls off. Right. You know? But right. that's where like CBDs come in. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah. great. Yeah. But apparently some people Big take fan. CBDs and they experience some sort of a psychoactive effect. I've talked to quite a few people that say mm. that. I don't understand that. Maybe they're getting stuff that's like weird. It's got probably got pot. I think in that. It. I, t- I think oh. that too. I think some of the recipes, like I've definitely gotten edibles that were duds, and you have too. It's just like oh, I think they they missed something. You know, it's still sort of like a primitive market. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the companies, and you see some of them like come in and come out just like boom, boom, boom. Like new restaurants didn't right. make it. Um, I think there's definitely a search for m- more reliable product in that regard. But uh, and we're also so different. Like I'm, I, you know, people you, react to weed so differently. I'm terrible You're with weed. You're an example. Of yeah, that. you blew my I, mind. I, I feel like last time we talked, you told me not to blow up your spine. But you, at one point, you took a thousand milligrams. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times. Fucking insane. If I take ten milligrams, I'm fucked. Yeah, but I can't hang with Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz will take a thousand and then he'll eat two hundred fifty more in front of you and that's laugh at insane. you. That's insane. Well, I told you that story <laughs> when we were at Coachella, and I accidentally took a twenty-five milligram Jolly Rancher because it was a hard candy. You don't just bite it yeah, in half. Gonna, and gonna, my friends were like, that. "You took the whole thing," and I was like, "Yeah." And I lost my mind watching Radiohead. This was years ago, oh. and coincidentally ran into Gary Clark Jr. and I was like, oh. "I was like, Gary, you gotta help." <laughs> and I was like, you help, help me find Ben. Yeah. And like, I was like, just losing my uh, mind. And, and then we fa- I found I bet he was super helpful. Ben. But I told you Gary's that story, so Joe, and you were like, fuck that. I take 25 milligrams and go to the movies. And I was like, okay, well, you are very tough. Well, this is the point. Is but it, I like, am not. It's, there's no consistency. <laughs> like, you get your 25 milligrams. And it's also a matter of how much you take and how often you take it. Yeah. And I definitely didn't say it like that. No, you're, you're, you're so cool. No, you were so gen- you were so <laughs> like, check the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Check <the> tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a, a total gentleman about it. People do like to brag about how much they could take, me included. Mm-hmm. I can't. They'd be like, bitch, brag. I'll take that whole candy. <laughs> no, you won't. Fuck yeah, I will. Let's go on a journey. Let's go on a journey, pussy. <laughs> Joey Diaz is a horrible person, though. Joey will take these chibachus and he'll take the ones that have 500 milligrams. No, no, and no. And he'll swap the package for one how that has 75 you? milligrams. Oh, That's no. He'll give it to somebody. He doesn't give a fuck. And he'll laugh because he knows you're gonna live. <laughs> That's like, so everybody funny. lives. Everybody lives. We had a friend. We had a <laughs> yeah, friend who said misery. he ate he ate an edible, and and yeah. he slept for two for 24 hours. Whoa. I'm not gonna say who. Know. Yeah, but oh, right, yeah, we had a friend. Right? I don't remember what you're talking about. It was because I'm so high. You know, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I don't. But it's all right. Okay. Well, a friend of yours had never had weed before and someone gave him an edible and he slept for like 24 hours and woke up like an entire day later that totally happens if you don't do it all the time if you're not used to it yeah i felt more high on edibles than i have like taking mushrooms 
But for I didn't sure. take that many mushrooms. But it's a very intense <laughs> psychoactive experience it when is. you take an edible. It is. Yeah, I've said this so many times, I apologize in advance. But your body produces something called 11-hydroxy metabolite. It's processed when THC is processed by your liver. It's five times more psychoactive than THC. It's a way different drug. And it's not psychoactive when you smoke it. Okay. So like when you're smoking pot, your body's not producing the 11-hydroxy metabolite. But mm -hmm. when you process it with your liver... Your body produces this intense psychedelic drug like you can have when you eat weed and then close your eyes you have some of the craziest fucking visuals that match up there as long as you have enough they go up right up to everything they go yeah. right up to mushrooms they go you can have like these mini dmt trips if you oh i smoked mm. dmt with weed once Ooh. it was insane Ooh. how about that it changed my life. <laughs> when did you do this? Did it really? This is a couple years ago. Oh. Uh, and a good friend of mine. And I took one hit and it was like zero to 100. It was just like you exhaled and then you just take off. And I mean, I, I'd never smoked DMT before and I'm very sensitive to weed. So I was high for like two, three hours. <laughs> I was so... And at one point, I was watching... We were sitting on a balcony and I was watching the street... And it flipped into, like, negative, like a photograph. Like, the colors changed. Wait, man, this is like, you smoked the DMT, and then how many minutes later is this happening? This this was in about 10 minutes. Okay. So, so that was when it was still... most intense. Yeah. So you kept your eyes open. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Should I close my eyes? Oh, yeah. Oh, tell me how to do it. I well, don't know. If you took, it sounds like you took a small dose if you took one hit. No, I took a couple hits, you took a couple but my hits. first hit, it was just like so literally right like, it was like Star Wars when it just goes into warp speed. Yeah. Where you're like, like, it was insane. DMT's got a weird threshold thing that happens, and it's yeah, like tell me three hits in. What happened to There's me? something about three, <laughs> three hits in is when reality dissolves. For most people, that's what they say, three hits. Okay. And, um... If you took like one or two, you get crazy visuals, you get weird, freaky stuff. Oh, yeah. But you don't go to the alien dimension. I saw, no, I yes, I did. You did. I totally so did. So you, you took enough. So did you close your eyes while you were there or did you no, have them I could open? I, well, it was nighttime, so I could see the stars. Wow. And at one point I went completely deaf. Ooh. All the sound <laughs> just went shh. And I was watching a moving street and I couldn't hear anything. Whoa. It was intense. How high up were you? Uh, just a couple stories. Were just... you worried about freaking out and trying to fly? No, 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 no. I was, I was on the on the ride. Ooh. Wait, Th tell me more. Big, <laughs> that's the big fear, right? The big fear is like someone taking a psychedelic and, and they're on a oh. balcony. Like Bill Hicks used to have a bit about that. Okay. Young man on acid thought he could fly. You know, leapt to, tragically to his death. Oh, that's what that's a tragedy. Scary. He goes, what a dick. Still here. <laughs> he goes, why didn't he? If he thought he could fly, why didn't he take off from the ground first? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he goes, we just lost a moron. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Oh boy, that was great. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and then he had a positive drug story. <laughs> yeah, oh. which you never do here. Yeah. Mm. It mm -hmm. is interesting. You know, I don't like to say that the news is fake because it's not fake. It's like they're they're doing the best they can. They vet themselves the best they can, and they definitely fuck up. And definitely people get ambitious. But um, it is kind of interesting that they only tell you, like, sanctioned things. Like, you're never going to see, like, a whole Fox News article on the benefits of psychedelic drugs and how it could change your consciousness. Right. And how Suzanne smoked pot with Duncan Trussell with... 
DMT laced in it, and they <laughs> went on a, it was not a journey Trussell. through the re- But it could be. You know what I'm saying? I, I did mean, take mushrooms with Duncan once, though. I'm sure it was amazing. It was you a, haven't. It you was haven't the first. Lived. It was like the first time I'd ever like really <laughs> been high on mushrooms. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw my grandfather. <laughs> Ooh, that's intense. Yeah, we should talk about that another time. I saw my grandfather once on weed. Ooh, I, t- I I ate an edible and then had a dream. And the dream was really intense, and I was talking to my grandfather. It was really weird. Like, I hadn't seen him in forever. You know, he died when I was... Whew, I was in my 20s. And um, Did it feel think, real? Oh, yeah. Did you guys yeah, spend a lot felt, of time together when yeah. he was alive? Yeah, we did. Yeah, he was... Um, he used to take me fishing and stuff like that. He was a really nice guy. And it just... Uh, took care of my grandmother for the last like 12 years of her life she had a stroke and then you had to take care of her for like a long time she had an aneurysm oh my god yeah and i lived with them at that time because i'd moved from boston to new york i didn't have a place to stay so i lived with my grandfather and my grandmother in new jersey and it was just a super dark time but how um, old were you uh 24 oh wow somewhere around then and it made me realize like really intensely that this life does not last mm. like and that you have to really be appreciative of health and your your movement your ability to move and your ability to experience things totally. and it just seems so it seems like such a given and because it's such a given and we get wrapped up in so many different things it's it's super easy to lose touch with that Mm-hmm. You know, to, oh, yeah. to be happy. Like I was talking yeah, yeah. to a really good friend of mine who's going through a divorce and he started getting all bummed out about it and this and that. And I was like, look, man, you are so lucky. You're happy. You're healthy. You're alive. You have a mm-hmm. bunch of great friends. Like you're going to be fine. Like yeah. this is all going to be fine. Like it's, this is like a little journey you're going to go through. And it's all in like how you look at it, how sure. you approach this journey, how you're going to come out of it on the other end. Mm-hmm. But being a young guy and living with my grandmother when she was dying and my grandfather, when he had to take care of her and seeing the both of them like struggle, it was, it was intense. Well, can I ask you a question? Sure. When you feel like you, <laughs> when, when you had this psychedelic no. experience where you saw your grandfather, like, does that, to you, is that like a real experience of him being somewhere else and communicating with you or? It's probably just an ego trip. It's probably just me thinking that I could recreate my memory. But it was, what was interesting about is the memories were so intense. They were so realistic. They were like my grandfather, like he used to talk and like he used to behave. He was always a very, very gentle man, a very gentle guy with a, a very like easy way about him. Like he was a, he was a really interesting guy. And he was like that in the dream. It was he was that guy in the dream. Well, it makes sense too if you go through a really impactful time. It just digs those grooves deep. I'm sure in your brain. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's wild. And uh, I had it once with Phil Hartman too. Super intense. The Phil Hartman one was super intense. It was years after he died, like maybe more than ten. And uh, in the dream, he was um, sitting in a lawn chair. And somehow or another, he was telling me what life was like after his wife had killed himself or killed him and then killed herself. It was really intense. And I was like, and I somehow or another, I was talking to him from this like next stage of existence. But the next stage of existence, it wasn't heaven. It wasn't the DMT dimension. It was like a picnic. 
It was like there was a lawn, and it was like it was like a bunch of people hanging out, and he had a he was just laughing and joking around and being jovial about things, and he was just talking about uh, oh yeah, we talked about that like about him and the wife after she shot him and killed him. He was like joking around in my dream. That's incredible. But yeah, we had to, yeah, we had to have a conversation about that. <laughs> wow. You know, it was like wow. It was it was so crazy. It was so intense because it was so real and it was him, and um, he fell backwards in his chair. Like laughing, like oh fell God. backwards in his chair, almost like a pratfall, and then he was gone. And what? Then the, and then the dream was gone, and then it just it all went away, and I woke up because it was so intense. I woke up, and I was like, "Whoa!" That that really felt like I was talking to Phil. Like it didn't feel like just a memory. It it really felt like I was talking to Phil. Huh. But again, what is that? Is that an ego trip? Is that your imagination? No, is I that believe your in that stuff. I'm. I'm do you? I do. Are you all in? I am. I'm in. I'm in because I've, I've, had ex, I've had experience. No, I mean, I think there's a lot of bullshit with you, you need to be skeptical from the external people that try to tell you stuff. Right. Yeah. But I've definitely had people help me understand what all that shit means when I've had dreams like that yeah. with my deceased relatives and they told me things and then they happened. And yeah, it could be your ego, but I like I don't think that makes it less real, though, if it's your ego or your mind. You know, creating a scenario with a yeah. loved one or whatever—that's that's, I don't think that's less real than the idea of this spirit re-embodying. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know some sort well, of physical form well, or whatever. I, I think it's both. They're both kind of valid. And things. it's 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 energy. I think it's an exchange of energy. And I, we've definitely been in places where we felt like not alone. You know, and we and we weren't high. We, we were, you know, you you have those moments where like your instincts and your intuition are like aware of external things that you can't see but you can feel, and maybe maybe you can see them. I've we've seen a ghost once. Can I just but. address what you just said though? Mm-hmm. But there is a difference, right? There is a difference because because sure. one of them is your imagination and one of them is you talking to a Agreed. ghost. There's a huge difference because one of them it means ghosts are real. And mm-hmm. the other one, it just means your imagination is real, which you're absolutely 100% aware of, right? Mm-hmm. So we know people have ridiculous imaginations. They dream and imagine things constantly. Sure. Right. So there is a big difference between sure. the two of them. Because one, one of them gives you a, 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 a view into a mystical world that doesn't, doesn't in, in the, the eyes of science, it doesn't seem to make sense, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't seem to want to exist. If there's another world where people can come back from the dead and talk to you. And have right. conversations with you. But one of the arguments that I've always used with psychedelic drugs is that if you feel like in a, in a psychedelic experience you went to heaven and had a conversation with God or you went to another dimension and talked to the infinite wisdom that controls the, 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 the cells of the universe, if you did do that or if you took the drugs and felt like you did that, it's the same experience. Mm-hmm. Like that's the difference. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if God's real, and I don't know what the fuck happens when you take psychedelic drugs, but God damn, it feels similar. Sure. Like, it, there's, there's moments where you, you have intense psychedelic trips where you really do believe you're in the presence of, like, this pure wisdom and pure love that sees you in a way mm-hmm. that is undeniable and you can't argue it. I think it's a gateway. It. I don't know. I think sometimes it's your ego. Sometimes it's some weird shit in your brain. Sometimes I think it's real. I think it's, it's very complicated. It is complicated, but my point is they're the same experience. If you're talking to God or if you're talking to your imagination that creates this God, it's for that brief moment in those 15 minutes, it's the same experience. Now, I don't know if that's enough, but that's something. 
Like, I don't know, like, what your, your old time on Earth is just time, right? Your time on Earth is just, you have a limited, finite amount. You got 100 years if you're fucking super lucky and you got good genes, and that's a wrap, right? So mm -hmm. this is, just, we have this little time thing. But during those 15 minutes, which is a small amount of time, but the whole life's small, during those 15 minutes, you are absolutely experiencing something divine. Mm. Now, is that in your imagination? Is that uh, you finding some portal to another dimension? Is that the reason why your brain produces these chemicals in the first place? Mm. Is because we transition during the time of death into this new realm? Is that it? But if your Does concept it? of what divinity is includes all of that stuff, it gets to be both, right? We sure, but I mean, like, the, there's a real problem with defining something that you just can't define like the whole problem with psychedelic trips I don't know like for I don't know if for you guys feel this way but for me It's always like whenever I tell somebody about it, I'm like Like why even use words like the words don't work, mm -hmm. right? They're not enough yeah. Not enough. You could scramble them together and say them perfect well, I mean, you, and scream them from a rooftop. When you use the words too, it can almost like demean the experience. Or diminish, or just right? Diminish, right? Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Sorry. Well, that's when <laughs> yeah. we're kind of pushing against the limits of <laughs> language. Yeah. You know, and that's why I think there's such a wide array of people's theories and beliefs and thoughts, and they're all valid because we don't have, there's no agreed upon language to say, okay, this is how we all feel and this is how we're doing it. Right. You know, it's similar. It, it's it just, I always go back to music with this stuff, but there's a similar pathway and trend in music where people are constantly redefining the language of it and you know there's a kind of a mainstream um openness to that or there isn't but the idea the the point is the language is dynamic you know and it goes on to continuously try and express something that's kind of inexpressible yeah and that's why it acts as a magnet for people's thought because they say okay this this is kind of our pathway of experimentation to understand Mm -hmm. These phenomena. Well, Does that it's make like sense? mainstream's like the fast food of music a little bit, and then there's some more obscure like restaurants off the beaten path that you've never yeah, tasted sure. anything like that. And they're <laughs> developing the vocabulary that most people are like that fucking tastes gross. I'm not eating a cricket. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but but in 50 years, you know that that vocabulary kind of seeps its way in mm -hmm. if it's if it's has value. I always felt like I mean you guys are the musicians, but I always felt like what music sort of is is almost like a vessel that the artist fills with emotion and with like passion and it's almost like it doesn't even matter what the words are sometimes sometimes it does because those words and the feeling behind them enhance the song mm -hmm. but like voodoo child perfect example like there's like a lot of it's, the lyrics aren't particularly profound like the night i was born Mm -hmm. Say the moon yeah. turned. I don't to even know the lyrics. I just know the feeling of the song. Woman. Like yeah. I just feel the song. Yeah, it's just about being a bad motherfucker. I was yeah. born a bad motherfucker, bitch. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's he really basically was. he was. He wasn't lying. <laughs> Who can argue that? Yeah, Jenny? staring me in the eyes. They say the moon He's turned really to fire right red on the night I was born. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. profound, right? But mm -hmm. when you hear him say it with that guitar behind it, with those emotions, it carries that song. It's but, like. Yeah, and what's, what's profound is is the um, it's part of a lineage. You know what I mean? That's a proclamation, and that's part of blues music, and that's part of African music, and that's part of all this stuff. You're just like, I'm a fucking man or woman or whatever. I'm a human. Boom, here it is. So I think. Yeah, but it's more than that with him. What he's saying is he's a voodoo child. I mean, sure. he's basically claiming some Robert Johnson type shit. Mm -hmm. The night I was born, yeah. the moon <laughs> turned a fire red. Uh, 
you know? Yeah. Did he write that song? Are we certain? Who Voodoo Child? I yeah. don't know yeah. who wrote okay. it. Okay, well, because like, he, he, did, he didn't write, like, uh, All Along the Watchtower, right? That's Bob no, that's Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. But this, you know, because he, 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 his, his um, grandmother was a Native American, so he has mm. all this, like. I want to take my chair down. There's mm. a, two versions, too. There's a, one version that's, like, the real bluesy version. Mm hmm. A voodoo child, you know, there's the voodoo child slight return, and then there's that other version, which is like much more acoustic or much more guitar driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like, he, like, guitar sounds is a perfect example. Like, Gary Clark Jr. is a perfect example. Like, when he came and played with you guys on stage, I saw you guys downtown a few months back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, when he gets on stage, his sound is Gary Clark Jr. Yeah. Right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you guys were singing "Midnight Rider," which was did he have fucking pedals amazing. with him, or did he just plug in? No, he was, yeah, he, he was just, just took my guitar and just playing oh, it that's right. straight in. Dude, but that sound is like a sound that you instantly like. Steve Ray Vaughan had it. Mm-hmm. Hendrix had like a sound you instantly recognize. Yeah, like one of his riffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy! How does someone do that? <laughs> right? Because but that's kind of what we're him. talking about as far as yeah. vocabulary too. Right? You know, you yeah. say, and maybe this happens in fighting. I imagine it does. You know, people have techniques or whatever that they slowly turn into their own. Oh, sure. Thing. Yeah. And that's what makes them. Well, and they're derivative um, of a lot of things, of a lot of different techniques. So then you kind of have this like. Yeah. At least for music, I'll speak for myself. I just feel like I have this like garble of stuff that just when people are like, "What are what? How would you describe your sound?" It's so awkward because you're not like I sound just like that. Yeah. You know, there's it's just Yeah. You can't can't make. What do you sound like? I can't do this. It's really. Well, it's like. Don't ask me that question. What kind of what kind of what kind of comedy are you, Joe Rogan? I did a radio show last week where a guy asked me to make him laugh. Oh fuck that! What did you do, Joe Rogan? I said, well, that's not. Did you tickle him? Were you you a child? (laughs) Make me laugh. Make me laugh. It's so ridiculous. Someone calls up on the phone. They're a singer. You're like, sing me a song. Yeah. Oh yeah, people do sing that all the time. Really people good. are like, Ready "Oh, you're a singer. Let's hear you sing." Fuck and it's—I mean, you just—I don't know. It's a funny feeling. Well, it's, hum- it's humbling. It's super humbling because it's like sometimes we've. Why is it humbling? You're talking to a twat. Well, no, you're talking to someone who doesn't understand. Well, they're being a twat. And sure, but like I don't know. I—I I, I feel like the need to like even connect with the twats sometimes and just say, yeah, "Hey, I feel that yeah, need. I'll that's sing deep. for you. If you that's don't deep. like it, that's fine." I'll sing for you. That's fine. I'm not above that. Connected but to the twats is deep. It, it, that was my chair. Um, <laughs> 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 swear to God. We always feel the need to recreate would, that sound. Would, like, uh, let me yeah, just move it again. It like is. That. One more time. <laughs> let everybody know. I would tell you. <laughs> yeah. Just sneak mm. over us. And we're back. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, 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 uh, that's weird. That's weird. There's no need that's for somebody weird. to ask that. No. Question. Well, you know, and it's just lazy entertaining. <sighs> it's also that that job of being it's like the radio host is a yeah. tough fucking job. It's sure. you get three minutes to talk to someone you never talked to before, and maybe you're not so good at it. And r- DJs on radio stations nowadays, they're not even really DJs anymore. They don't get to pick the fucking songs. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck lets you pick the songs? <laughs> One dude, fuck that. <laughs> some of them do. There's some. It. There's some big daddies out but there. No, not on. The, like when Come it comes on. to How commercial many? radio. Yeah. How many? Well, there's like there's like and, ten yeah. stations across the nation that are still public radio like Kevin and Bean KCRW like doesn't Jason Bentley like pick pick his shit yeah but that's a unique thing yeah but that's what I'm saying but that's what I'm saying like there's still some some people that are holding court 
It's like Game of Thrones. Whoa. Just Whoa. knocking Whoa. bitches out. But I think it has to be small <laughs> stations where not a lot of people are paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Because the big ones, they need the money yes. that's going to dictate the, the playlist. But that doesn't mean you still can't... If, if that part of your job as a DJ is even taken away, then what is your fucking job? To be interesting on the air. They can't do that. Yeah. And if <laughs> do, you, um, do you know how they get ratings? This is the most hilarious thing, or they did, at least until recently. They still do the Arbitron shit? Is that how they do the radio ratings? The way they do it is, is they, they hand out books, and they ask people to fill out the books. Tell us what you were listening to and when you were listening to it. So what, you, what do you get? You get the opinion of assholes. They're willing to yeah, fill out like those Yelp fucking reviews. books. Who's going to fill out that book? <laughs> They're going to give you that book and you're going to go, what? Uh, I got shit to do. I'm not filling out this fucking radio Wait, book. but isn't it's it? Like, uh, sorry. No, you. Uh, it's like, so our first record had a single called Little Toy Gun. And yeah, when that great was that, song. They Love were, that. They were testing that. I guess maybe it's different now. I don't know. They were calling people like potential listeners, kind of like a Nielsen vibe, a little. And mm. they would play them a bunch of songs and be like, whoa, do you like it? Like literally over the phone. You'd hear like 20 seconds of a song and you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. That's and that's so how funny. you're getting the ratings. That's what defines whether our song was successful. It's so different now, though. There's like it, now now you've got Internet radio that's free. So people don't have to pay for it. They don't have to call in. They just have to listen. And that is monitored through, you know, you can you can measure that through Spotify or Pandora or Apple Music. And like I. I have a single out right now that came out a month ago, Susan. and it's Shameless doing really well. It's Susan. doing really well. Susan. What's it called? It's, What's it? It's called Ghost in My Bed, and it's doing better than I thought it would. I had no idea that it would be like jumping from playlist to playlist. I, um, this is our, you know, we're doing solo projects this year. You know how much of a fucking bad. Shut But I, I looked at, I, it came out June first. I had like a couple hundred followers on Spotify and like that week I got like 10,000 and then like like the other week it was at like 37,000 followers I it, it it blew my mind and I I call I I have a um PR team that's You have a team? I we got a team. I got a team. Yeah, because I want to own my music. So oh. I hired I hired uh, a publicist, uh a distributor and you get your manufacturing and that's really all you need is is Doing the fucking work. Isn't that crazy to own your own shit? You got to hire a bunch of people. Well, mm -hmm. because record companies make you think that you need them and you don't. Some of them are great. What do, what do they do now? Like, what's a what's a record company good for today? It would depends if they're actually good at their job. They're good at fucking selling music. Right. But that's very rare and that's hard to do. And for, and it's for not, everybody, it's a it's a combination though because obviously like if the music's not good enough, it's not going to work. And if it is, great. But there's there's so many different. Um, you know, it's a labyrinth of, uh, oh, no, we're going to lose him. Here we go. Here we go. Ben's going to be all Ben's smiles. Ben's going deep. Play it cool. Play it cool. <laughs> you look great. He's going to be fine. You're so funny when you smoke weed. <laughs> Did you just say that? <laughs> funny as in, like, fun? Yeah. Like, the word fun is in the word fun? Wait, is this a test? I'm just it's saying we Joe have it Pesci now. It's mama. on the internet. You said it. <laughs> yeah. Did she you say you're not funny? Is that what goes on? No, we have a lot oh, of fights God, when Ben gets stoned. But I also love you and want you to be happy. Uh -oh. That means a lot to me. Yeah. You know this is live, right? Yeah, sure do. Sure do. And Ben's mom might listen to it one day. <laughs> no, Who knows? No. no. <laughs> you guys are going deep with this. No, but in terms of the, the record companies and releasing music, they have... I mean, every artist is different. Every approach is different. But I think what's interesting is their jobs are becoming more and more obsolete. 
because of the evolution of the industry. But don't they try and to take a piece of your music sales? Oh, your, everything. But everything your and that, concert sales, they try to take a piece of... It, it depends, depends on, on the deal. Right, but that's yeah. really common, right, to take a piece of your concert sales, which it, it seems kind of crazy, the live just, music. It depends on your position, your situation. Who was it that we had in? What musician was... Oh, Everlast was explaining it. Was he explaining Shirley, it? Was it Everlast? No, Shirley from Garbage. Had a yeah, cool... Shirley I Manson. listened to that, yeah. and it was incredible. And she, she had a lot of really interesting... Points. How cool is she? So cool. She might be like one of the coolest people They're gonna I've ever They're going to be here soon. Gar- garbage and, uh, is it Hole are what? performing oh, at, the, at the bowl? Did you ever Hollywood. see that uh, hole at the bowl? The documentary that said that Courtney Love <laughs> killed Kurt Cobain. Yeah, I, I started to watch it with my dirty, mom right? and dad. Dirty to watch that. You feel like those <laughs> ads. It was it's intense. Like that fucking, there was a journals they put out. Yeah, Kurt Cobain's yeah. journals. They were when reading I was like the journals, teenager, and I was with my parents. And I was and like, I, uh, I bought the book because I was such a huge fan, and I felt like shit. I was yeah. like, I should not be doing this. I, I don't want to read this dude's journals. That dude changed the world. That was another one. Like that guy had a sound. There was something going on. You know, when the lights out, it's less dangerous. Dangerous. I mean, come on, man. It's not the words. I mean, there's mm-hmm. something to the words, but it's the way he's expressing those words. Big her, Joe. So huh? what's interesting about the uh, icons of the decades, mm. you know, you get the 60s, like, come. okay, so the 50s were... Like everything's perfect. We have the cleanest music, and every we have a cookie cutter home. And this is the wife, and this is the husband, and this was like the generation after World War II, of like everything's fine. We're cool. We just came back from war. We're gonna make a lot of babies, right? Okay, the fifties, and there's this like total disillusionment of, well, no, it was more survival, I think. But then the 60s are like people trying to feel more. And that was when psychedelics were coming in. But the 50s and was Elvis and all that stuff that was upending all those well, things. So but let her, that, let her he, get through but this. He, he okay. was pioneering that, though. Right. That was late 50s, right? Continue. And then, and then going into the 60s yeah. of people, like there's this dichotomy of like, you know, the, the people kind of experiencing um, other areas of life that aren't this like sanitized version of society. And blossoming more into the 70s of just like harder rock you know think you know sonically speaking you know you're going into zeppelin and and pink floyd and alice cooper alice cooper i can't the 80s are interesting that the glam of the 80s i can't really help me out with the significance of like what that meant to people I think it was it it kind of went back to a little more of this like pristine version of people in society, I feel like. Well, let me give you the clean version of what a lot of people believe happened. Okay. Drugs became illegal. Okay. The 1970 sweeping Help drug me. legislations act, the schedule okay. 1 act from Richard Nixon. As soon as it became illegal to possess anything, whether okay. it's marijuana, which so, was illegal for a long time, mushrooms, it right. was really hard to do drugs. Mm-hmm. And you just got this massive drop off in the creativity right. of music in the eighties. <laughs> well, and then I mean, the grunge just, was the anger yeah, that right. was the was you know the product of of that disillusionment. Well, they grew up with Reagan on TV, and they yeah, didn't, that's they didn't crazy. want plastic. They just wanted everything to be like flannel, and they wanted to rain every day. People needed that. People needed yeah. that truth. They ne- needed that reality and that like expression of. So what, what do we they need were, now? I don't. I think what we need so many different things. Love. We always need love. We always need love. But I think right now we're so complicated and and in our individual rights. But all you know, I, I don't know. People need so many different I, things now. 
well. But you can't really say that. It's I mean like I, I mean I'm saying like you <laughs> tell can't, me why I can't what say I, what that. I'm not saying you can't really say that. <laughs> I'm I'm saying like it's so hard to say people need love or people need this or people need uh, right. education and people need because it's you can't really say that there's any one group of people. Right. There's so many groups of people. But I do think you know people I mean? people yeah. need point, to get pulled out of the um, just the spiraling of of the phones and the stuff oh, and the social sure. media. And I think the only things that get them out of that are real inspiration. And I think real inspiration has uh, is the spectrum of that is very wide. Whether it's just a folk song or it's like you're at a club and it's got that whole rhythm of electronic music and you're just with a group of people and you're having this like tribal collective thing. Cool. Mm. I like think, I think too. that that's why I feel like you ask what people need. I don't know. Everyone needs something different. Yeah, no, you're totally you right. You know, there. and whatever that is, I think it just needs to inspire them. Well, just, we just need to, you know, as a group recognize that we're all so fucking different and we got to stop trying to fit everybody into these little packages. Right. Well, that's like the pronouns of, um, oh, God, uh, your friend from Canada. He was just on the podcast. Jordan Peterson. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. Very he's, interesting. He's a fascinating guy. Yes. Well, you know, he's dealing with a lot of, like, really weird, political correct weirdness. Mm -hmm. This guy's a very thoughtful guy, a very well-spoken guy. But people want you to follow their guidelines for how you should think and communicate and what you should accept and what you should argue against or not argue against. And um, it becomes this weird sort of uh, control game that goes on. And that's what's happening with a, a lot of people in this, in this nation, this fine nation right now. People are realizing that they have control over people. So they're exerting that control. Almost the same way a, a, a person in power does. Like, like uh, one of the things Abraham Lincoln said that was really brilliant, he said, most men can overcome adversity. I'm paraphrasing. He said, most men can overcome adversity. If you really want to test a man, give him success. Right. Which I thought was really fascinating. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like for a lot of people like that are in big positions of power, like, like the president of the United States, for mm -hmm. a perfect example. Like the, the idea of him getting through that and not falling apart is way like you realize like what a bad Insane. motherfucker Obama was. Holy shit. Like people have zero idea at how good Obama's composure was mm -hmm. to get through that entire eight years in the White House without one like really gross misstep socially, right? Yeah, you He didn't you're, have one. Well, well you that's a, that's I think there's a lot of people that would probably disagree with that and I wouldn't agree with them. But that's, I think that kind of highlights some of That's just an ideological our, thing, though. They, they would think that, you know, there was one thing that he said he was joking around that White, Horse, White House uh, press correspondence dinner about the Jonas Brothers and about uh, he has two words for them. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that. It was something about drones. What's the word? What, what kind <laughs> oh, of drones shit. they use? What's the big <laughs> name for the drone? Oh, God. There's like a name, another name for the drone. There's like a type of drone, isn't there? R2-D2. Didn't he say that to them, to the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, he's got like a name. There's a name for one of the drones. That's one of the things that he said. And it was like, come on, man. You, you've killed like 84% civilians with drones. Or yeah. the United States has. Like to say, to joke around oh, about a drone with someone who wants to date your daughter. Come on, man. <laughs> like what was the... Oh, wow. Look how young he looks. Oh, predator send drones. a predator after them if they wow, were fucking look at him. Look at him. So young. Sasha and Malia are huge fans. 2010. But uh, boys don't get any ideas. I have two words for you. Predator drones. <laughs> Damn. 
It's bad. That's intense. You'll never see it coming. That, he's joking around about killing people. Yeah. Do you know how many people lost their children to predator drones while he was in office? A lot. Wow. Yeah. A lot. You know, those, those things, they take, look, the people that are trying to kill those terrorists out there and the ISIS members and all the different people that are doing horrible things like blowing up Ariana Grande concerts and all that kind of shit. I mean, the people I, that are trying to stop those people have an insanely difficult job. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But when you're shooting missiles out of robots right. and you're killing right. mostly innocent people, it's mo it's not like close. It's not like half and half. Right. Like they kill half bad guys, uh -huh. half good guys. <laughs> no, they kill mostly right. good people. But it kind of speaks. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I was gonna, it speaks more to the position the president as being a, a tough fucking job. Well, and the face because of you it. Can't, you can't be a comedian. And a comedian can say right. whatever yeah. the fuck, and it's fine because you're a comedian or whatever. I would have had better delivery than but that. But sure, I know. <laughs> of course. I'm imagining it right now. See it coming <laughs> a mile away. Uh, I got two words for you. Oh, they're going to be funny words. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just joking around about something that's... Uh, it's dark, you right. know. It's like we, you know, you'll never see it coming. Ha ha ha! Like a lot of those people that died, thousands. That's kind of fucked up. If you were living in a country where Obama was the guy who made the call and the missiles came from the drones and killed your dad, and you have to watch him joke around about no. shooting missiles at some kids who want to fuck your pretty daughters. Mm -hmm. Whoa, you know that's. Uh, we don't look at it that way because we're over here. But how can we? Like, how can you process that level of, uh, I don't know, variety? That's a shitty word for it. But, like, there's so much shit going on. This is why all the social media is happening because along with being a distraction and a problem, it's also helping us cope with the degree of the world. You mm. know what I mean? There's so many fucking people. How, how could you ever? Be sensitive no, but to, this the, is to the entire like, situation while being a, an authentic person. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I, I think this is what we were talking about earlier of like trying to, I mean, at the fucking smallest level of like learn how to apologize, but learn, learn how to be different from each other and also work together and know that like we have different speeds and different beliefs and, you know, have compassion. And I think that's where... It's really crazy to have so much exposure to the global events and become desensitized to them because there's so much stuff that eventually, like, you can't compute, you can't process it. But it doesn't, I mean, obviously there's there's no excuse for making jokes about drones and, well, he, and he killing people. he probably didn't realize but, it. He had to make some jokes and somebody sure. wrote that for him. But no, you're totally right. There's too much information. You're getting news from 7 billion well, and people. And we're putting it on one man when it's crazy. He, he is... Not just one man, but he is a group of people working together, but he has to speak for everyone. And and so does Trump and so does whoever is president. And, and that's what's really interesting is that I think what has happened now with the election of Trump is that people are becoming so much more aware that there's an entire cabinet and Congress and the people that we elect, that we choose, are going to be part of that entire team. And it's it's really it's it's focusing people on politics in a way it never has before. Right. That's the good thing. Yeah, it and is. You get to see corruption in a weird way, like a real transparent but way. But speaking of corruption, and I, I talked to you about this guy um, about uh, Represent Us, and it's this organization that I went to this meeting and was 
really informed for the first time. I'd never really understood how people um, in Congress kind of came to be these, um, you know, runners in these elections, whereas it, it costs forty to $60,000 a day to run for Congress. That's insane. And that is legal. That's not illegal. That's so crazy. And uh, Josh Silver, I, t- I talked to you about him a little bit, uh, started this organization, and they're, they're working on How long anti-corruption he- bills so that anybody can run. So, you know, uh, an in- incredibly over-accomplished, you know, or qual- over-qualified person from, say, Columbia or Harvard or wherever in the world or in the States who we elected. Whereas, like, these people that cost that much money to run, they're... they're controlled by the Koch brothers and all the major oil industries. What are they spending the money on if it costs that much a day? That's just the game. That's, That's just transportation, like, advertisement, promotion. And you, you know, don't qualify staff, if, you don't, this shit. if you don't play that game. But here's the thing. You can qualify. Like if you ran for Senate or something, you wouldn't be spending $60,000 a day. You know what I mean? That, like that's what's interesting, right? I mean, I well, it, because you have a platform already and, and people have platforms in the world. That's Donald Trump. Well, did you know that when you have a platform, if you're running for something, like Stanhope was running for president for a while. And, <laughs> we had a uh, friend that ran for president. <laughs> what he found while he was running for president is that he couldn't do stand-up shows anymore. Mm. Because if he was going to do something on stage, he would have, if it was like a public forum mm-hmm. um, where people were coming to see him, he would have to allot time for his opponents. Right. And I was like, what? And he's crazy. like, yeah. He goes, it's a crazy scam. It's like, right. you can't. Rules of the game. Yeah. There's a lot of like weird, yeah. freaky, old school rules back when people right. would stand on a soapbox and scream out yeah. to a large group of people. Those those rules still apply. Crazy. <laughs> but but the thing is, you can do, you can still, if you have 10 million people being like, that's a stupid rule, or however many it takes, it'll change right. maybe but point. look it's still federally illegal to smoke marijuana there's mm-hmm. no reason why we just smoked marijuana. we did but it's state legal but federally <laughs> it's still illegal so it's not as simple so am I as driving <laughs> it's not as simple as like Google. 10 million people can say they you're, don't no, want it to- anymore you're totally right like and that's the same thing but what, what's going to go on with our political system it's like right. yeah it needs an overhaul and yeah it needs to be changed it needs to be updated for the but internet it, and the 2017 world that we live in mm-hmm. and we need to figure out a better way to do it we don't need the same sort of representative government that we always needed when you had to take a message from a fucking horse you know and but traveled the, the across thing the is it's like if, if you want it if you want that to change from the ground up you're asking the people that are currently in office to bet against themselves to say hey let's make it you're illegal. asking them to behave as citizens is what you're right, asking right and you're like, asking that's them where, to like, stop thinking that they're better or different than us and that's where it becomes unfathomable it's well they like, have how to is this possible? The few, they have to just like everybody else has I hope. To. we all have to realize that we're all the same thing right. and every there's there's no kings anymore and there should be i mean edward snowden tweeted this the other day that people couldn't at one point in time couldn't imagine the idea that one day there'd be no kings and they're going to say that the same thing about presidents one day and it's for right. sure going to happen mm-hmm. the presidents or whoever runs for congress or senator they have to come to an understanding that they are no different than us and just because they're in positions of power they're not different 
Mm-hmm. We were all just people, and that if you have extra power over people and you utilize it, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should feel horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, did you guys hear what Chris Christie did? The beach thing? He closed down the beaches in New Jersey and then vacationed on the beaches with his family. Uh-huh. They closed him down due to budget cuts. He should cuts. have put a shirt on. But <laughs> he did <laughs> have a shirt on. He had a shirt on. Is that what that was? But he, he lied. Got, but he got caught, though, He got which caught is lying. They asked him, did you get any sun? He said, no, I didn't uh-huh. get any sun. And then the pictures came out. Uh-huh. And he's like, I ha-, they said, oh, Mr. Christie had a baseball hat on, so he didn't right. get any sun. <laughs> like, no, that's not a loophole. You were lying. You're still in the sun. You're not in a house. Right. If you're not in a house, you're getting sun, you fucking asshole. Well, this is that asshole. whole like, play on words bullshit that's happening in the media where it's like people are, you know, you don't, they just, you know, circumvent around the truth or whatever they're trying to say with just, just stupid rhetoric. Right. It's so annoying. I but fucking hate it. It's changing. It's got, and I don't know how is it how. changing, Ben. It's changing because if this was sixty years ago, that news wouldn't have gotten out, or there right. would have been ways to just like crush that. And there still are. It's so true, though. You're right. But it's definitely there, changing. There, yeah, there's a kind of a too many iPhones to, to hide that stuff. Not point, just that. I mean, can't. look what you're doing right now. You're talking to millions of people. I guess. And you're oh, saying God. that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> so you're saying it to millions of people, and then millions of people are going to have similar conversations because of that. When you hear something interesting that someone talks about, you start talking about, hey, I heard this interesting conversation. Really made me think about something. And then that just wasn't even available 10 years ago. Right. It wasn't available 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like all of the social media stuff, all of the, uh, whether it's uh, YouTube videos that people can make or podcasts that people can make or whatever the fuck it is, blogs that people can write, all of it is just information. And that flow of information has never been greater. It is an unstoppable river now, mm-hmm. you know, to the point where that's why that baked Alaska dude was laughing like the fucking president jumped into the river. <laughs> like he's in the crazy river, putting up memes and talking shit about people, <laughs> joking around about some lady having a fucking plastic surgery. She had like a facelift. And he said she was oh bleeding. Like, do you believe that? Yeah. You believe that the president is saying that? It's like, well, this wow. is like, what's that movie? That movie? Um. Uh, with Luke Wilson and um, idiocracy. Idiocracy, it's it's happening. It is really happening. Well, it's for sure a bad system that no one wants to join in. Like, if you're Elon Musk, why the fuck would you want to be president? You can bang supermodels and build rocket ships. Boom, like, boom. Why do I want? You know about our car? Do you know the funny story about our our touring vehicle? I do not. Oh, it's great. Drop it. So, uh, oh my God, Ben, is it three years ago? Yeah. 2015. 2015. So in spring of 2015, we thought it would be, this is when we put Punk Kid up for uh, donations so we could buy a car, so we could tour, and we didn't want to buy a van because that's annoying. Who wants a van? And we ended up, we were looking at SUVs, and we found a Cadillac Escalade 2007. Susan decided to start. Well, they're all the same car, (laughs) P.S., Ford Expeditions, Escalades, Navigators, whatever the year, they're the same same structure, just different clothes. And there was a great She's deal on a Cadillac Escalade. And we had like good, a, a lot of touring in front of us. And we bought it. And we were, we bought it with 60,000 miles on it. And it was in mint condition, which was really strange. And like the, you know, used car salesman's like, oh, there's clearly no kids in the back seat. There's no Cheerios stuck between the seats. <laughs> and so we ended up buying this car. <laughs> and we were looking through the user manual to like, what does this button do? And the former owner registration fell out. Swear to God, Elon Musk. Ooh. 
And Ben had this great idea. Ben had this great idea to uh, get him to design a Tescalade for better. Oh yeah, uh, he's econo- got that kind economical of free time. touring. <laughs> but to put it into perspective, though, we did we bought it with sixty thousand miles, and now it has like a hundred and sixty thousand miles on it, and that oh. was just about a little over two years ago. Have you seen that shit he's going to do in California, where he bores holes under Los Angeles and makes tunnels, and you ride on a sled through the tunnel? I heard about this, but I heard about this briefly, actually. Yeah, you you drop down into this tunnel and you go. Sh- you you don't Wait, drive your like car. Tron. Wait, but why? Yeah, why look do you at do it. That? Look, the, John, Jamie will pull it up. You can see okay. it. So watch what happens. Jamie, he's so fast. You, you dude, pull up to this how thing. How do you do this, Jamie? He's a wizard. You pull up to this thing and it drops you down. It drops your car. Yeah, yeah, it drops you down. You get you like get in the queue and you drop Come down on. and then you get on a sled. Your car's on a sled, so you're not driving anymore. Whoa. And your car could be on a solar powered sled too, no by the way. way, with all the power we have in LA from the sun. I mean, it never stops Crazy. being sunny out. If they wanted to make these giant solar banks to power this thing, I bet they could. But there's a video of it, like the idea of it, the animated version of it. So, of course, everyone in the street is a driving Tesla. a Tesla. There's nothing but Teslas. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and and old, rotten, shitty cars from the city. Do you have to pay more to get on the sled I'm to be sure. the elite? Yeah, otherwise you're one of those twats Super traffickers. So watch this. You drop down, and then once you drop down, you are in these tunnels that he's building that are totally earthquake-proof. Oh Don't worry. When they fill up with water and kill you and your family... Don't sweat it. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at this. They totally you like to come proof. after well, you. Look at this. Make sure you have your go yeah. bag ready. I'm a fan of this. And your oxygen mask. I'm a fan this of this. This is like premium access but freeways. I just need everybody to understand that when the 1,000 foot waves come, you will not survive in these fucking tubes. They will fill up with water and you will drown. Joe, I'm so scared. Most likely that oh. that tsunami's not coming, but if and when this is insane. That's a wrap. Oh, a lot of thumbs down. So come yeah, on. because people are freaking out about the ocean. Well, we're right next to the fucking ocean, and the ground moves. It's over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should be flying, Elon. <laughs> flying cars. Where's Make your goddamn fly- hovercraft? We're gonna do it on Mars, dude. Make flying cars that have batteries in the front, so they can't hit each other, so they like repel. Well, I I watch bumper so cars. To well, so repel. You, you don't want to bump, dude. You want to repel, sorry. like two. Magnets? Ben, don't okay. bump. Jesus, Repel. I watched, I watched this <laughs> vice. Hold on, I'm writing that down. I watched this vice last Sorry, night that scared the, the Jesus out of me. <laughs> what and was it? It, it was, um, they were showing just, you know, um, technological intelligence to overtake cars and control the computers in the cars. And just, yeah. and it was crazy. It was just like, a, in, like just hacking. Hacking into any kind of car, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shut you down and run you off this cliff, or I'm gonna you know fuck with you, make your windows go up and down, and it's crazy. I I mean I don't want to be scared. I don't want to live with like oh god, and I try not to, but that's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. You know that journalist? They think uh, the big conspiracy theory is that uh, he was killed because they overtook the controls of his car and slammed him into a tree and made him go 120 what? miles an hour. Yeah, was his name Michael? Um he was, a fa- he was a famous journalist who wrote a story in the Rolling Stones about a general, and it was um, he was embedded with them. I believe it was in Iraq, Wait, might have been it? Afghanistan, and he was... Was it Petraeus? The general? No, no, it wasn't about Petraeus. It was another general. No, no, it was a different general. Michael Hastings, thank you. Yeah. So he wrote this article about this general, and the general had to step down, because the general was joking around about Obama or something like that and there was just like some he got a little loose what is this there's a close sitting footage this is the I don't don't think I want to so this apparently they tried to say that he committed suicide 
And some people believe he did commit suicide. And some people believe, so he's just flying down and just slams into a tree and his fucking car blows up. Um, here's the thing, though, and this is like in the interest of full disclosure. They, they apparently said that they found amphetamines on him, on his body, right? So that could mean that uh, he was under the influence of amphetamines when it happened. Or it could mean that he takes Adderall, because a lot of journalists take Adderall. So if they found it in his system, it doesn't necessarily mean he was speeded up when he was driving like a fucking maniac because he was off the rails. It could just easily have meant that he uses Adderall to get his workload done, which a shitload of journalists do. So mm -hmm. it might not have meant anything. And we talk to people that are experts. Boy, people that are experts that weigh in on conspiracy car crash evidence, they're weirdos. It's hard to find, like, who's right and who's wrong. Right. But some people said that the way the car had uh, separated, the way the engine had exploded and launched itself from the car indicates some sort of an explosion more it does an impact. Hmm. You know, because it just all, you know, hit the, hit the tree and blew up all at once. But again, could be bullshit. But it is. Fucked up because Something the guy wrote a about, very though. he wrote a very scathing article about this general and it made the general retire and I know that guy got a shit ton of death threats and he was telling everybody that if somebody kills me like be be sure that I didn't kill myself. <laughs> Damn, fuck, that's crazy. They can take over your car because your car's a computer. Your car, a lot of cars today are connected to the internet through Wi-Fi. A lot of cars, like they they have their own Wi-Fi hub. Like, uh, you buy a new Escalade, it comes with a Wi-Fi hub, so all the people in the car can play on their iPads or whatever while you're driving. You link up to the internet that's on the, um, on the actual car itself. Mm -hmm. That's a computer. Mm -hmm. It's a computer, it's connected to the net, you drive it around, you know, somebody just gets in there. I mean, there, there's, no, there's no bounds at this point. There's well, no bounds. But, uh, there's well, no bounds. How, how can you keep things uh, organized probably isn't the right way but how do you keep us all alive without surrendering personal freedom like boom 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 like we kind of have a crazy what's going That's on very good question <laughs> this, this lighter stopped working on it see what the deal was yeah we, you know, we don't have to talk about what that. you you know you don't you don't really have an answer to that question because we don't even know what they could really do right now well, especially if part of the important thing we need to accept is that we're all the same thing, then we have to accept that we all have to start acting like the same thing at the same time, right? That's a, that's a very good point, but it gets lost when you start talking about people that are in the military and that are dealing with uh, national emergencies or national security situations. Mm -hmm. like when you, you make a general retire because you, um, you chose to write an article about some things that you heard him say that gets him fired and then somehow or another the military becomes compromised because this very important leader is no longer in a position of power. Mm -hmm. That's a very tricky situation. It's very tricky. I mean, you, yeah. did, you did get the scoop and you did get to mm -hmm. say how this guy was communicating, you know, candidly. Mm -hmm. But these things are happening. They're happening interdependently yeah. and also completely enmeshed. Like you can't enmesh the way that all these things, technology, blah, 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 is, is developing. But there it is. Th there's no way this dude, they can control that much. There's no way people can control where this is going. And by this, I mean everything to that degree. So you just have to, right, deal with all these new phenomena that are happening. Oh, yeah, for sure. Look at this. This is the article, The Runaway General. 
the profile that brought down McChrystal. The Rolling Stone profile of Stanley McChrystal that changed history. That's a crazy that one article can get a general fired, change history. And it's crazy the guy who wrote it is dead. Dead as fuck. And they think dead from a crazy conspiracy. Michael Hastings. You know, who the fuck knows? It's but boy does it. What's in the get right exciting. corner? Is that is that Brad something Pitt. about Pitt. Wow. I Boy, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's playing the general in this movie? He's playing uh, run a, a runaway general. There's this Netflix movie called Movie based on Rolling Stone reporter Michael Hastings. Wow, they're doing a movie based on that thing happening. That's crazy. Oh, it's already out, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Get the fuck out of I here. I didn't know that's what it was about. It's a Netflix movie? Yeah. Dude, I don't. Netflix almost has too much content. <laughs> It's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming, it's, and, and it's funny because there's so much content that that it, the quality's not that great. So you you get some shows, and, and like I'll, I'll like this weekend, I had this like 25 minutes in, no, and I just couldn't fucking land on anything. What and were you I, trying to land on? Something something with substance and and just more um, thought. And I ended up watching Harry Potter Goblet of Fire, and I was so happy with my choice. Okay. It's like you found what you were looking for. Let me tell you something. Anyway, this I just started reading (laughs) Harry Potter. Let's leap to that. (laughs) We'll get us out of this. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Harry Potter is amazing. Important figure, dude. You can't ignore it. And let's be honest, there's a lot of parallels to the wizarding world and our fucking weird world and politics there's politics in the wizarding world as word well. do you do magic did you guys ever go to the um harry potter ride at universal no not yet Near. i haven't finished i've i've won i'm a book and a half from finishing so i don't know what so happens you, you don't want, fuck so it up for more. me no the ride i'm talking sure. about the ride at universal I'm yeah but I, I don't want to entertain do you really think i know the plot to any of those i feel like books? you do and you're well, just playing let cool let us tell you joe here we go <laughs> <laughs> let's act this out so then, I, so it's not decided who's driving. There's more in the back, too. Oh, I'll drive. Here, give it to me. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Do you have any protein bars? Let me yes, yes, oh, plenty God. of protein bars. We're going to be fine. Just always Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Worry not, my friends. <laughs> we'll get through this with a steady hand. <laughs> there is no concern. But the Harry Potter ride at uh, Universal is the shit. It's really fun. Oh, my Ooh, God. It's fucking oh. crazy. So you've been so. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've it's fun. It. Yeah. It's really do, fun. Do, do, does it feel? I was telling you about this. Maybe it's the same thing. Don't you get on a broom and it feels like you're flying? Uh, it's not a broom. Oh. You're sitting in a chair, but you're flying around. Good yeah, man. like you kind of would be if you were in a broom. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's dragons and shit. It's fun. Oh my god. It's a really good ride. It's like it's really well made. <laughs> you don't understand you this level of excitement. <laughs> right now? You're so excited so about I was Harry a, Potter. I was a Harry Potter late bloomer. Okay, I was all Lord of the Rings. Oh. I read Dune. Loved Dune. You know, I'm just like I'm a total nerd. And I, I didn't read Harry Potter, and Ben really encouraged me this past year, and he got me the Sorcerer's Stone, which is the first book, and I just can't stop. And but you don't have to. I won't. I won't. <laughs> but it's it's amazing. Like I can't I can't tell you how much joy it's brought me as really? an adult. Yeah, it's just. Wow. A, here's the thing. I think. Um, I feel like I have an affinity for like fighting darkness just in myself. Why? Because so, I'm fucking dark. 
but I'm also very light. So, you know, as hmm. such is life. And it's, yeah, here we go. You're going in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going in. But I. For the I, folks listening at home, they both one of the made last digging books, motions. So the, la- the last <laughs> book, the last book was uh, The Order of the Phoenix, which is very political because there's, there's, you know, a, a political presence. There's the, or a government, excuse me, within the wizarding community. And it was just really interesting to be reading that while also like watching our local news and our global news and just it's it's all part of the same story in terms of manipulation and what we interpret as truth and it was it, it was just an interesting experience to read that book and then to listen to like my favorite podcasts and and news outlets and be like this isn't any different than Harry Potter <laughs> It's, it's all based on the familiarity of problems in human nature, right? Sure. It's all based on good and evil and fuck-ups and ego and power yeah. and Love, control and passion. battles. Sure. Yeah. Correction. What do we got? Value of J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter business is worth $25 billion. Whoa. Cool. That seems like a lot. How do you get a, how do you get a piece of that? That's that is a, excessive. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. She's, she's rolling. But it's like How do you think, she, the same you think she's like willing to get married? Ben. How does no, that how does that work? No, you I should save joke? the joke. What? You got a joke? No, I'm gonna save the joke. Sus. Sus. No. Sus. No. Sus. You guys know this is live, right? <laughs> Don't argue over saving jokes. Just say the fucking joke. Boom. This better be good. Oh my god. We hotboxed. She's doing it. We hotboxed her. Joe, she you're didn't a even smoke. Oh, I can't. Okay. Please. Don't do it. It's not my joke. It's not <laughs> my just, joke. Let's just pull out of this. It's not like, my joke. First of all, like we're about to hit the ocean. How, how, did, how did Harry Potter get down the hill? How? Walking. J.K. Rowling. Solid. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> She's the, uh, it's okay. We gotta bring it's not that my to... joke. I didn't come up with it. You I heard it secondhand. It? It's like a J.K. third hand. J.K. Rowling is the punchline. But the joke is. And also the author. She's the author. Of the famous a, Harry Potter yeah. Wait a minute. Say See, the, I knew say this was a bad again? idea. <laughs> nope, it's over. This is a little rough Joe, delivery. Move on. A little rough delivery. You say walking. <laughs> JK. Ben, ben knows Rolling. I should have aborted like the mission. Oh, Don't put this on me. Oh, God. Oh, on me. my God. JK meaning just it, kidding? Yeah, yeah. JK Rowling. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm starting to like it better now. Here's, I'm just so glad you told that on Joe's dad podcast. Jokes. I don't give a fuck. I love dad <laughs> jokes. I love stupid jokes. Get at me. She's owning it. <laughs> She's owning it. There, I made a plan. Thank God. Hey, tell me about this fucking crazy guitar you guys have that somebody gave you. Ooh. Oh, oh, the National. What happened? It's outside. What What happened with that guitar? That thing's no, insane. It's, it's, it's a, a beautiful great... guitar. They How make them. There's a company you... called National, and they. That thing is insane they, looking. Yeah, they, they gave us one. Because well, I think they like us, but they also like you. That was a part of it. We have to admit that. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, thanks. No, I didn't do anything. But thank you, them. Mm-hmm. They made that's a crazy looking guitar. That's not a normal yeah, guitar. Yeah, it's a resonator, so it has. I, I can't actually remember. I think it has tricone resonators. Which Go grab that thing. Has, Show me the thing. You want to you want to hear some music? Is that what you're getting? No, at? no, I want to see that guitar. That's, that's it right that's there. That's closer right? to it. No, close. that's not it. But it's Pioneer. close. Is that it, Ben? No, that's not the one. Now, I thought a guitar had to be made out of wood. No. I mean, well, this is technically, uh, well, it's a different kind of guitar. Some I'm, call them dobros. I'm definitely not claiming any so guitar there's a, knowledge. So there's a cone inside of, I, I feel like I want Ben here so I don't fuck this up, mm-hmm. but um, there's a resonator inside, like a speaker uh, inside of, see, see how there's all this um, kind of mesh? Look, will you go back up for a second? Up? That one, yeah. That, oh, okay. 
that's like yeah. a, a built-in speaker, and you can plug them in so they're electric. So it's but, a speaker like a car speaker, like a stereo speaker. Um, not so it's necessarily. Electronic? No, I mean it's a uh, without electronics. It, there's a cone inside that that the the sound uh, resonates louder, like a banjo kind of a little oh, bit. Okay. But um, so it's not like a like a stereo speaker. National, like I'm a really sorry if speaker. I just butchered it's not powered. the pitch. Okay. Well, Jamie's a, a an actual audio. It's not engineer. powered, but it it's has a powered. specific okay. tone to it that isn't like your your regular acoustic or electric guitar and when you plug it in it sounds amazing and it has sort of like a down homey vibe and it's beautiful down homey vibe yeah. isn't that interesting mm -hmm. yeah. down homey vibe like down homey music like acoustic music is like down homey music right well um yeah i mean right? folk music yeah and, and soul music are down home resonator for guitar cover Cover plate for biscuit. Ben, bridge. I might have butchered yes. the whole explanation yes. of what a national is, no, no, and I really no. hope she that you it. can help me. She nailed it. Okay, so is there any wood on that? Is the back no. of that thing wood? Well, the, the fretboard's wood, and the headstock and the neck. I'm gonna pee. But the body's metal. <laughs> that thing's insane looking, man. And so, what kind of a different sound does this thing make than a regular guitar? Wow. So it's it's just it's like a, it's a, a metal. Lot louder. It cuts a lot more. It's more resonant. It's got um, a metal sound to it. Yeah, sure. Ooh. So one, uh, if I had a slide, these things are great for playing slide with. Um, because Jamie's so got loud. something. What do you got? A lighter? I uh, probably fucked that up. But you can kind of. You want a round one or a flat one? Round. But you can kind of hear it maybe. Ooh. Yeah, I sound like shit, but you know what I mean. Like some old glass, school like, blue shit. What is that there? Exactly. What there? Cigar. cigar. Some round. Those Try that round thing. cigar thing. Cohiba. Ooh. Uh. Whenever I hear that kind of shit, I think of like old blues. Yeah, because all that Robert Johnson stuff. He's yeah. playing slide. All that. He probably yeah. didn't have a resonator though. Wow. Yeah, I I, I suck at playing slide, but it's. Uh, John Lee Hooker fan? Oh, yeah, my God. God damn, was that guy a bad Fucking motherfucker. Amazing. Is he still around? No, he's he pass? When did he pass? Uh, maybe 10 years ago. Like Because he, he was old. He was playing when he was in his 90s. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't discover him until he was probably in his 80s. 2001. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, my God. So <laughs> he could, you know what? This is. Uh, this will be big ups on, on Gary. When I saw, we saw Gary for the first time. He was just acoustic. We played this show with him. This was like 2011 or something. And he made me feel like John Lee Hooker because it was just him. And there's this hypnosis that he can kind of set over you. Yeah. You know, that's like a real blues thing. That's where kind of you get deeper into it. And these guys can really play that music. It's the same thing. John Lee Hooker, you listen to it and you're kind of like entranced. Jamie, find my Instagram where Honey Honey had Gary Clark together on stage. You guys are doing Midnight Rider. I filmed a little bit of it and put it up on Instagram. It was just so crazy. I did everything that I hate people doing at comedy clubs. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> oh, look, there's my hat. Oh, God. 
Like, listen to that. That's so Gary Clark. He's so cool. That's me playing. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> now it's done. For all the assholes that gave her crap. Oh, I crap. got so much crap she for that. She didn't know the words to the song. They no, did this we... impromptu song live on stage in front of all these people. Oh, man. And she had to check her phone for the lyrics. <laughs> I had to block some dude who was being such a fucking cock. And I was like, I'm Don't sorry. Don't mention him. Don't mention I'm him. I'm not going to. He just I... needs attention. Screw that dude. But, <laughs> I, you know, whatever. <laughs> Shit happens. You know, it was such a fun night. We did a song I didn't know, and I wanted to sing the words properly, and I had to look them up on my phone. Listen but to me, but Suzanne, someone thought I was texting some dude, and that wasn't the case. Thousands of people enjoyed that. One or two were cunts, and you're focusing on the wrong yeah, ones. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. It was amazing. You've always been on social media, Yoda. Dude. You are. You've got to just know when to Obi-Wan. stop. <laughs> Put out the right vibe, be yourself, and get the fuck out of Dodge when shit gets weird. Just get away. It's Don't funny. Try to, you can't control it. You definitely can't argue with it. Well, them. And, and you're right. And it's, it is an effort to not care because I. But you do care. We should all care. Well, I, lo- I just like love people. I really do. You and unless you're like a really person shitty person, is. it's it's hard. And I want to love that person too. I think. But it's not about caring. It's because you're going to care. It's about like recognizing what that person is and then not letting him into your house. Agreed. Like, Agreed. You know what that is? It's a dummy. They just want to get mad about stuff. Especially if you found out what it was, that you were just checking the lyrics to a song that you'd never sang before, and you were singing live with Gary Clark Jr. Damn. in front of a fuck, and it was like midnight in downtown LA in some weird-ass bar. Oh, man, that was yeah, weird. Yeah, that was weird. That was badass. <laughs> Makes me want to move to downtown LA. Does it? Live like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of a warehouse and fucking have an English dude watch his shit over for me. He's, Batman's Lights. pretty unhappy, Joe. So you think from the outside. You don't know him, man. People might think you're unhappy. (laughs) All those musicians, they're all dark. Why is Batman unhappy? Because he's lonely as fuck. How do you know that? What are you talking about? I feel like all the movies are going into how bummed out he is all the time. Because he can't share what he's doing. Because he has to live in secret? Yeah, exactly. He, he could. He just needs life. a couple of good friends. He can't get the validation. Yeah, he's got one old British one dude. One old charming friend. And funny. He just needs more friends. Yep. Agreed. Like, if I was Batman, I feel like I could tell you and you wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> You're absolutely Joe, I hate right. to break this Maybe you already you did. Are, like you are Batman. There's a few people. <laughs> you just didn't know. Did you ever see that? There was a... a oh, I guess it was actually a comic book. It was a, uh, a forgetful professor. It was a professor, and in the comic book, this guy was... Um, he was forgetful about all these different things, but he was like a super genius professor. And at the end of the comic book, he recognized that he was actually an alien from another planet come, that came down to Earth to help us innovate. Hate but he to forgot. break it to you, Joe, but you are also was. an alien from another planet oh, that came Suzanne. down here to innovate <laughs> so silly. <laughs> Joe's purring right now. You know it's true. Oh, boy. You guys should do more of those weird little downtown shows, though. We should. You should. Those were fun. 
Those that were was so cool. strange. It was a really fun night. Midnight and, weird. and it was so packed. great because you were there. That's wow. why it was great. We had a great time. It was awesome. It was fun. It was pretty fucking badass. Yeah, that was amazing. Intimate shows are so big. They're so different, you know? Like, you almost kind of have to do them. Like, if you just J-Lo the whole thing and you're on these... <laughs> Big ass giant stages for the rest of your life. Is she on big ass giant stages? I would imagine. Oh yeah. If she's doing oh, anything, yeah. she's gonna on. be like separated from everybody, right? They gonna bring her in. They gonna throw. You're not getting close white to that. Rose petals at her feet and mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Damn. But I mean, I think that. One day, Ben. As One attractive day. that that is, we're gonna do it. Hold on. There's the counterpoint. Yeah, to this. you don't just want about that. To come. As I'll attractive it, as that thought seems. Like, that's, like, the worst thing that can ever happen to you is to get so separated from everybody that you're, like, up on some giant-ass stage and everywhere you go you can't interact with people. It depends. I, I just money. We just both saw Roger Waters last or two weeks ago, and it was incredible. Tony and, went. He said it was insane. Oh, my God. And and I think I think there's a – well, I mean, it's it's a re there's a reason that he's doing what he's doing and people are coming to see him because yeah. it's incredible and it's authentic and it's – raw and like that man has obviously he has teams around him that help build that show he doesn't do that by himself right. but um it was oh man it, it wasn't white rose petals it was it was no, but beautiful that's music different. And that's a different thing that's sure. a different thing well and that's that fast food thing we were kind of talking about earlier yeah and I, I think there's a place for that too sometimes you're fucking starving and you need something right now there's also like a lot of money in being that icon, that diva, that thing, you know, it's like it's a very attractive position to try to attain. It's almost like you just run a little clo too close to the sun and well, burn the wax off your wings. Right. Some of it's authentic Bring and it some back. of it is totally you are a machine. You are yeah. part of the manufactured idealism that you represent. And that is a heavy burden. But, I don't. But you know what's I don't probably wish not. Wish that on anybody. What's probably not inauthentic is people's ambition to get there. Oh I yeah. I think the people in those positions are so fucking ravenous for that kind of attention, and that's the only way you would possibly climb to the top of that mountain. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you have to be fucking focused. I don't know. I I think some people are are manipulated. I I don't know. I think like some Michael people. Jackson. I think some people have an idea of the art, and they're also exploited within that realm because. The re some parts of the record industry are fucking insidious. Right. You know, and they take, like, w remember you were talking about that documentary with these, like, 15-year-old kids that were that so weird. talented, but they were, like, clearly just getting, just sucked into the thing. Yeah, well, you're too young. You're too young to know what you're doing. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. In order to make the decision to be a giant, like Michael Jackson, like we were talking about Jackson 5 earlier, mm -hmm. like when you sing an ABC, I mean, he was a fucking baby. Yeah. He was baby a baby. Scene. And he was on TV. You know, he was on, he was a huge star. But also, he like, he had his family running the show, and it was like a really fucked up dynamic. And so it was almost like his, I mean, don't get me wrong, his talent was undeniable, but like, his family were the record industry in that respect. But dude, his talent was so undeniable that he was yeah. the youngest one and he got to sing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Could you imagine? You grow up with four bad motherfuckers as brothers. Your mm -hmm. dad is a professional musician. And you are so good. They're like, okay, let him sing. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody else must have wanted to sing. They all did their solo projects afterwards. Yeah. They didn't say shit while Michael had the microphone. They're just mm -hmm. like, let him sing, let him sing, let him sing. <laughs> Just let him sing. Yeah. Crazy. And people reacted to that in real way, right? I mean, that's oh, what, man. you know, there's the exploitative aspect. And then it's like, everybody wanted to fucking see him sing. I wish I saw him sing. It was two things, right? It was this uh, emergence of this incredible sound that came out of this one person and all the different projects that he was involved in. And then it was also the tragic, 
almost like decimating of a potential life because his life only ex- it existed so strongly in the public eye that it didn't exist anywhere else in a, in a normal form. Outside, it was just a chaos, a mess of hanging out with kids and weird relationships with women that didn't seem real and living in an amusement park. It was just a mess. It was just a total disaster. Like, everything outside of the magic that he did in the public eye was just hell. Mm-hmm. It was really weird because what he did in the public eye, like Thriller and Beat It and all those different things, I mean, they were so, so intense. Like, I was in high school when all that stuff was going on, and I, I remember just just watching, like, Thriller on television. You know, when they had the premiere, the music video, and everybody sat around and watched Thriller when it came out. There was right. nothing like that ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. It's crazy. Like, sort of like when Hendrix came along, there was nothing like that before. Well, when Michael Jackson came along, there was nothing like that before either. Right. You're like, what the fuck? Like, someone had taken the whole thing and put it in this totally new package, where it was like this feminine guy, mm-hmm. and he had one glove on, and he was dancing, and everybody <laughs> wanted to move like him. And it's like, what in the fuck right. is well, this Right, well, this is kind doing? of back to your, like, Freddie Mercury kind of dick out thing. It's mm-hmm. like, he did what he wanted to do, and he was an, he was iconic because yeah. of it. I think that's that's part of it. It's like... You just have to own it. Well, but he did it mm. on a level that um, was undeniable, just like you talked about before, because he, because of his ambition. It wasn't just, I'm going to be me. It was like, I am going to be me to the furthest extent that I possibly fucking can. Mm. And this is what happened. You know what I mean? I have a friend who went to his house up in uh, Los Olivos, and they went, they toured his dance studio, and he had this private dance studio, and there's mirrors against the wall, and there's this groove in the floor. And this was, you know, he was later in his life at this point, but he had worn out a part of the floor from just practicing his shit. Wow. And this is way beyond his teens and 20s. That's just like who he was all the time. You know what people don't respect? That song, Dragon Attack. <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> I don't know, but you, you stared into my soul song, when you said Dragon it. Dragon Attack? I, th- I know the troll I quivered. song, Ogre Dude, Battle. It's I know one Ogre of the, Battle. It's one of those songs that people forgot. And you, can you we play it? To it? I don't we, know We can play it, but the people on YouTube can't hear it. And we'll probably have to... We can play it for us, though, right? We have to do some fancy editing. Probably. Are we going to get it in trouble? We get yanked we off YouTube for everything. Later. We show a video of a caterpillar, and we get yanked off YouTube. Wait, we can't we use YouTube? the last time we did We I get think. yanked off YouTube for stuff. Like when, when we put things on the air that right. are on YouTube that someone else has... Listen to this. This is... This is Dragon Attack. People don't... They don't remember this. <laughs> Just think about. Give me some volume. Like, come on, <laughs> mess. That dick's just out. Oh my god. Come on. Nasty. <laughs> it's Joe, an un- you- a forgotten classic. You have to have Brian May. It gets better on your podcast. Who? The guitar. <laughs> Dicks out. Dicks out. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Right? Oh, so good. It feels so good. Uh, 
All right, we'll have to fade out here. We'll have to fade out here. We'll get in trouble. Shit. Come on, Dragon Attack. People have slept on Dragon Attack. That shit is nasty. That's one of Queen's best songs. It's just occurring to me right now. I just, it, what is that sound? Do you hear that? What so, is that? Check to see if that's my hand. car. This is a cigar Maybe holder. the feds. It's the building? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, is there a fire alarm? It's not in here. It's hmm. next door. Oh, it's probably next door. It's getting robbed. Listen, should we go, should we go intervene, guys? What kind of weapons do you have in this place? Oh, Swords, we got Joe Rogan. Arrows, We're good. We've got a lot of shit. <laughs> we can Mess, use those maces. Joe, you are a human Bell weapon. Definitely not. There's bullets. Bullets are super hard to defend against. Okay. Shit. I saw, I told you I saw Baby Driver last night. Baby Driver, yeah, you were saying oh earlier. Oh my god, really good, huh? everyone needs to see it. That's what I Speaking keep hearing. Speaking of incredible music and just a great story, it's mm. it's the tits. You guys hear that sound? That it's sound in the background is preventing us from playing you beautiful, <laughs> harmonious music. <laughs> but we just can't. <laughs> Joe, will you Same have- laugh. <laughs> Are you laughing? <laughs> I keep trying to ask him. What do you want so, to ask? If you have, you got to get Brian May on your podcast. Yeah, I would love That's to. Oh my god. What's, uh, what's going on, young Jamie? Nobody's next door, and the alarm's going off, so this will be going on forever. And this is why we're moving. It's kind of cool. We should turn it into a rap song, like like N.W.A. You know, his like whoop 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 whoop. You know, we can kind of just. Nope. I would okay. imagine that these cool. things have a time limit where they're allowed to stay on. For I don't know. I think I don't know about that. The alert needs but to gonna, be. We're going to find out. Fervent and. Yeah, but what happens? We weren't, they, here, we weren't here, so it goes back on. I think, the and then the security have people have yeah. to come. Somebody and somebody getting robbed. What's next door? Is it worth checking out? No. It's no. not anything exciting? Just a bunch of shit. I don't know what happened. Bummer. We might have to wrap this bitch up. Are we just, can we talk through that? Sure. What's that? Give me maybe like a minute or two and I'll see if there's someone out there that's going to unlock okay. it or stop it soon, but I don't know if it'll hmm. stop. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen. This could be one of our shortest pot. Oh, I don't know how see, long have we been going. We've been going for a while. It's already 4.30. <laughs> we've been going since 2, right? Jesus so I think angels. that there's, um, there's probably not a lot of people working today. Because today's Monday the 3rd, tomorrow's the 4th. People just say, fuck, fuck Monday then. Yeah, that's you know, fine. You get that extra day. Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's the day where people are going to do some stupid shit with some fireworks. What are you doing tomorrow? Grilling. Fuck yeah! yeah. Oh, oh man, yeah. that's great. That's oh, what you're doing yeah. later, too. I'm, I'm <laughs> we still come over? Are oh, we yeah. grilling tonight? <laughs> we're grilling tonight. Tonight we're going to grill some Axis deer. <laughs> so excited. Fresh from Hawaii. Oh my god. Damn. How did yeah. you get, you just uh, ship it with you on the plane? Is there yeah. some sort of special? Uh, you just freeze it. Freeze it before you take it back. You know, put it in the cooler. Wow. Yeah. Just one, I, do you have, uh, you're permitted for... A certain number of deer that you can not in Lanai. In Lanai, they don't have any mm. predators, so you could really. I only shot one of them. They're really hard to get with a bow and arrow. It's hard to get close to them. Wow. They're super. They they evolved with tigers. Whoa. So these things are just what? Like, this is how they're so fast. Uh, this happened more than once. I shot at one and it ran away from the arrow. The arrow, <laughs> the arrow is going two hundred. Wow, and, that's well. Amazing. I had to switch arrows because I had heavier arrows that go two hundred forty-five feet a second. And in the mid hunt, we had to switch to these other arrows that go two hundred seventy-five feet a second. I had to gain an, an extra thirty feet a second because the the deer would and even then they still ducked it. They would look at the arrow coming their way and get the fuck out of dodge. They're like, Damn. "Yeah, bitch, are you kidding me?" <laughs> oh my like, god! I mean, you know how fast that is? That's it's so crazy. fast. Because they literally evolved running away from tigers. Crazy well, man. Not that there's any chance that's going off anytime soon. Yeah. There's no one around. 
We don't have we to play. Issues. Yeah, man. We got issues, folks. Or we could play with a soundtrack. We don't have to play. It's up to we you. We could, or we could. We could definitely just keep doing it. Does it bother you that this thing is going it's on? It's kind of faded into the background. No, me. it's cool. I mean, I've had a, a few weird. drinks at this point. I feel pretty warm. I have a couple of more. I feel really hey. inspired. <laughs> if you guys smell smoke, let me know. Do you want to play some jams? <laughs> I sounded Russian. It was a little. <laughs> some jams. <laughs> do we want to play some songs? I was at this place. Time for Putin. <laughs> In New York, that had a. Tiger pelt, Ooh. famous tiger pelt. A real pelt. one? Real one. Donde in this, New York? It's called the Explorers Club. This place is crazy. It was, oh, wow. Is this like some S&M shit, Ben? What do you mean? <sighs> Tell us. They're not exploring Any place inwardly. can be an S&M place. <laughs> so oh, it's really? like a safari type deal? Like one of those clubs? Well, it was start th- like maybe late 1800s, Teddy Roosevelt started this place. Oh, with of a course. Bunch of, okay. With a bunch of bros. And they have... All this taxidermy in this room, and one of them is this pelt of a tiger, a tigress, that killed 48 people. What? Like wow. in, in India. Yeah, this, it kind of like, it was a phenomenon. It got a taste for blood and started hunting men um, or people. I don't know if it was just, just men. But um, they had this thing on the wall, which was insane. You know, that's a real issue in, um, in India. In India, there's uh, one part of this river that's very brackish, and the tigers drink this salt water. And because of the um, typhoons, a lot of times they wind up having a bunch of people wash up in the river, and the tigers wind up eating people. So they developed a penchant. Taste? Uh, yeah, they, they have a taste for, for humans. To the point where there's one section of India, over the past 200 years, tigers have killed over 300,000 people. Why what? the fuck are people still going there? It was a bit from Sorry one of my specials. Shouting. It was a, a bit from um, Talking Monkeys in Space. It's okay, Ben. You can yell. It's weird. It really is true. Why are people but, going yeah, there? Yeah, but why? But they why, live like, there. They're after poor. After the first 100,000, you're like, we should leave. There's nothing really they could do about it. I mean, so it's it's not just, it's like they've evolved in that way? It's not just like one main, you know, predatory tiger that's all No, no, no. There's many, 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 that's many so tigers scary. over hundreds of years. The yeah. tigers have gotten used to eating people. Like ti- tigers are particularly ruthless. It's that funny story when you're like, I'm afraid of sharks, and like sharks don't eat people. They don't like the way we taste. How the fuck do you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They just don't. They don't. They could be like, actually, us. I took a bite, and that was fucking delicious. It's like if you expected you were going to get cottage cheese, but instead you got a cantaloupe, you'd kind of freak out. <laughs> but you might really get into cantaloupes after a while. You'd be like, I fucking love divers. You know, divers what is this, are delicious. Oh, I like it. I like eat them in the wetsuit, dude. I don't give a fuck. You know? Well, you know that's not a seal, right? Yeah, it's a diver. It's like I'm a monkey oh person. Oh, my God. You fuck? I know my exactly what it is. My fucking worst nightmare. Yeah, this one section of this river in India. I did this whole bit about it in my uh, 2009 comedy special because there was a real story about a boat of people. There was five guys in this boat, and three of them were killed by tigers. So the tiger swam out to the boat, jumped in, killed a guy, dragged him into the water, swam to the shore, dropped his body off, jumped back in the water, swam out to the boat again, got the next guy. Swam oh, he back was hoarding. To the shore. He, just he was a tiger hoarder. He was just a on a torter. killing spree. That's fucked up. God damn. Three guys. This is real, Joe. <laughs> Why did he make friends Dude. with him? Like, in I, life I feel like everything kind. you say is real. So it's I'm totally real. I, w- I wouldn't lie to you about something so important. That's crazy. It's yeah. a danger. Just stop and think about what that must have been like this in the last two guys. This is why I stay guys. home at my apartment in Silver Lake. Oh my god, the terror. <laughs> 
Jesus. That's what we need. Tigers <laughs> roaming the streets of Silver Lake. We have to let coyotes. people understand. We have cougars. We have coyotes. We have coyotes. coyotes. I got Griffith a, Park. A they do stay. You guys are close you to Park. You got a pamphlet, Park. Ben? I should have brought the pamphlet in. It's oh. Oh. oh, that's such a relief. Yeah. That means that the, the crooks have found the, the bolts and <laughs> cut in the line. They've got the booty. <laughs> The yeah. pirates have got the baby. feels weird now. We're so alone with our thoughts. I know what I know. talking about. <laughs> oh, it's so awkward. There was a guy that I had on that was a wildlife biologist that was telling me about the cougar that lives in Griffith Park. And he just just jacks deer. That's mm. all he does. And the occasional dog. They just And they monitor this cat. So and they have a to single keep, yep, cougar. Big cat. This is Man. a cat. They have a photo of him with the Hollywood sign. That, by the way, we have coming. We have a print of that coming. Um, the um, for the new studio, this, it has a collar on, but it's a wild cougar, and they have to capture it every couple of years. It's because its its collar runs out of GPS, so the battery dies on the collar. So they have to find this fucker, and then they have to dart him. There he <gasps> is, right there. Whoa! Look at see how he has his collar, and look in the background with the Hollywood sign. That's not planned. That was just a camera trap photograph, a random oh, photo. That's a it's big just, cat. Look at that collar. He must look be at his forearms, yeah, dude. That's like Franco Colombo. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. <laughs> His forearms are fucking jacked. The Hollywood sign is actually 10 feet behind him. What do you think him? he can lift? You think he A can? lot. <laughs> he looks like The Rock. He's built like The Rock. <laughs> no, he's built like a power lifter almost. Like his front arm. Look at that dude. The front I want to look at this guy insane. in the middle to the left with that fucking look on his face. That guy. It's all the same one. <laughs> that's the same That's cat. him. They took a picture of him. He's no. so stoned. Hey, what's up, He bro? got an edible. Yeah, he eats a lot of edibles. You know what I think he eats? It's just stoners. I think if you eat stoners, <laughs> you get high. <laughs> oh, my God. But That's they, my worst nightmare. Jesus, man. They have to so capture cool. this cat every two years. This cat's been captured like four times. He's pretty cute, too, though. I think he had mange there, right? Is that why they captured him? That he had some sort of a disease they had to work with him on? But it's so weird. What do weird. they call him? Um, Steven? I think his name is P22, <laughs> right? Is that his name? That's what they call him? Oh, my God. Noto he was severely Noto infected with mange. mange. Yeah. That blows. Sorry, dude. That sucks. It's an intense life. And, and it's a male? Uh-huh, and he's out there running free. That's what's really interesting. They just let him do what he he's does. He's not running free. He's running the show. He's, he's like, definitely running the he's show. He's like king shit. He's definitely king shit if you're a jogger. He's like Simba. You just don't want to catch California. him. California. If he has a limp and he can't take out deer anymore, that's when you're fucked. So you got to be packing heat, this Ben. Is, these are the things that are probably... When we were it. in like uh, Yellowstone and, and we were driving through, Bears. I did not want to get out of the car. Bears! No. Yellowstone is uh, is pretty fascinating. It's beautiful. I mean, we went and saw uh, geysers and all the beautiful stuff, but like a week later, there was some hiker that just got killed. By and there a bear? Was, yeah, by by a grizzly, and <laughs> it was like there was footage of it. It was there was a footage of it. There was a uh, um, uh, not a sheriff. Um, the ranger ranger, ranger mobile. Mobile <laughs> ranger <laughs> vehicle went by, and the man like literally like seconds after the ranger drove by this just huge grizzly goes across the path and there was a hiker who had his headphones on and just got it's really got terrible marked. did you hear about that kid 11 year old kid that saved a fishing party yesterday no a charging grizzly bear at a uh, fishing party and this 11 year old kid Canada? gunned it down in alaska what yeah. gunned it down it's not a grizzly technically it's a brown bear but they're really the same bear what a grizzly is is a coastal brown bear and what a coastal bear is called is a brown bear Holy that's the kid yeah. 11 year old kid Charging grizzly with one well-placed shot. Where is he exactly? So I can say? tell you if it, that's the right designation. It says young Harry Potter. That's what that hat says. 
Where does it say it was? Huna, Alaska. Go to go to the uh, map and find out where the fuck Huna, Alaska is. He's 11. Is. Elliot, 11. That oh, my God. So happy. Huna, Alaska. The kid lives in Huna, Alaska. That's amazing. It's like equally as sad as it is like... Way up yonder, huh? Y- you don't Damn. want to see so, the people die from the bear, but then you feel bad for the bear. That's a that's actually a brown bear. They're calling it a grizzly, but it's on the coast. Juno. Oh, so I think that's huge. I think that's tech. Ben, I might my be wrong. Aunt Diana lived in Juno. Look how fucking big Alaska is. It's crazy. Go, go back. You Look how big Alaska is. Do you, I, Dude, I've been there a bunch. I've been there a few times for uh, fishing. I did a show there once. What do you like to fish, Joe? Salmon. What? They're fun. Can to I fish. come? Sure. I love to fish. Let's do it. Yeah. So does Ben. Let's start, let's do a family vacation. I would love that. Would be the let's best thing it. ever. Let's We're do a it. lot of fun. We'll plan it tonight at our cookout. Okay, We're that cookout. sounds great. That's We're having great. a cookout just an hour from now. <sighs> but um, Alaska is, is. You know what's really crazy? The thing that I didn't anticipate: how fucking aggressive the mosquitoes are. Oh, you hear that? Because they only live for like a week. Oh jeez! They so when they're out there, like, wear the stuff? I'm exaggerating with a week. Do you wear the stuff? Like yeah, you, wear the... you gotta wear the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Another but move you... is thermocell. If you you know what a thermocell is, I it's don't. Like a, um, you press a button. It's a, an ingenious device that uh, my friends, the rivets up in uh, Alberta, told me you about. You have friends called the rivets. The rivets, John and Jen, John okay. and Jen Rivet. Um, they're uh, hunting guides in in Alberta. But you amazing. press this button and it lights this. Um, oh, okay. A little tiny um, element like inside a sonic of it, thing? and it heats up that blue pad. Go back to that thing. That blue pad. Um, you change those out. After a while, they become white, and that blue pad puts like out a this dog fine mist. No, it burns. It burns off a fine mist that you can't detect, but fucking mosquitoes don't want no part of it. Amazing. Yeah, and it makes your dick grow. I just made that part <laughs> up. But I don't know. That what just it does made my that. dick grow. <laughs> but it's, but uh, what is that? Thermocell are those heated? Is that heated or is that repeller? You put them under Pants. your tootsies. Yeah, you put them That's under your tootsies and it makes some mosquitoes go away. Walmart.com. Look at that. It goes in else. your shoe. This is a thermocell foot pad. That somehow or another repl- keeps nah, mosquitoes maybe out. Maybe not. Maybe it's heated. Do they have any color other colors except for olive? I don't know. Good question. Is that bothering you, Are Ben you Jeff? fashion conscious when just, it comes to mosquito protection? It's just worth looking into. When we lived in Nashville, I would uh, have to wear off for sensitive skin mm. during the day because I would get bit up by mosquitoes all day. And people would always tell me that I smelled amazing. Ooh. And I'd say, oh, it's off. She said, I just, I write all of my tits with magic markers. I did. I was <laughs> Magic I didn't say that, but that like sounds like a good pickup line. What smells better than a fresh magic <laughs> mark when you pop the top? Like, <laughs> mm, you don't even know why you like it, but you love that smell. Want it again. Right? <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. So is it true? Thermocell no, makes... Um, I covered myself in off. Just make it dark red. Does it turn dark you on red. that I covered myself in off? Stop it. Thermocell <laughs> makes um, lawn, um, like those little things that you stick in the ground, like a little lawn lantern. Um, but they keep mosquitoes away. It's the same. They, they, they do that, too. This is not a thermocell commercial. Guys, we have it pretty easy in California with the mosquitoes. Oh, we my God. Sure we got do. it easy with everything. Yeah. Fucking everything except earthquakes. Ooh. We get it easy. We don't have weather. I don't know. I yeah. killed a spider in my bedroom in the middle of the night last week, and I broke my curtain <laughs> on my window. It's Imagine fine. if you were living in Huna, Alaska, no, a charging grizzly bear. You caught him out the Listen, window right after you broke your curtain. I live here for a reason. <laughs> but as af- like if you were like screaming from the spider and you broke the curtain and you looked out the window as the bear was in full charge, it would put it all in perspective, wouldn't it? It sure would, Jim. You'd be like, God yeah. damn it. Really yeah. didn't have a big deal with I'd that be like, spider. Well, it was a good life. Pretty good. It was a good life. Look at Elliot, the 11-year-old hunter. 
Yeah. He seems like, yeah, he's kind of evaluating. He, he's so, he's, he's fucking owning that shit. That yeah, dog. bitches are on planes to go out and visit this kid. There's older women that tend towards pedophilia that are right now grooming oh, him. Oh, stop Yeah, it. they just they want to wait Come a few on. years. That's what they do now. They don't want to go Come to jail. On. So the older girls, they just become your friend. And they, they mentor you for a few years. And then when you hit 18, they just start sucking. That's what they, I, I hear. That's just telling you Tell what I hear. Tell us more, Joe. That's what I hear. Um, because a lot of women are realizing, wrongly so, they get arrested for having sex with these young boys. I think it's just let it go. But once these uh, women do uh, realize that there's real consequences to it, what they do is just they befriend them. They become friends with these kids. Just so dark. Long yeah, game. They, they hang. It's not dark. Yeah. It's only dark if it's a girl. Trust us, right? Ben, am I right? Sure. Oh, you you're mean 14, all the, way around, the woman's right, right, right. hot. You have an issue? She's 25. She really likes you. She teaches you art and crafts. and, and how She's a very skilled ceramicist. <laughs> yeah, she's really, she's really good at making ashtrays. And Do you like your pottery? Oh, yeah, she fosters you. I get it. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> and on that note... Yeah. Where do we go from here? Oh, jeez. So, I don't so know. So many options. Home, under the <sighs> desk, That's into right. a fetal position. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> that Mary Kay Letourneau, that girl that, uh, she's still with that boy. They're yeah. still, and they, yeah. they had a fake divorce. They had to get a divorce because he's going into the weed business. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm, oh. Mm. They only got divorced so that she wouldn't be like legally, uh, it wouldn't be like a legal issue with him selling weed. Huh. There was something with him and her. He was what? like protecting her, so they got a divorce, but they're still together and happy, apparently. There's Beautiful. been a story like that coming out like every week right now about like a young teacher. Like this, I think it's oh, another yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Substitute teacher, 24, yeah. accused of sex in two counties with her 17 year old student. Okay. It's only seven years difference, folks. Okay. They got to let that go. My parents have a huge age gap between them. Huge. Yeah. How yeah. many years? Eighty. You want to get close? How, wait. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. How old is Ben's dad? Seventy. Seventy-eight. No. Okay, but you're not playing you by get, the rules. You get, first you of get all. three tries. No? So that was two tries. I want to and keep hold on, going. but you have to, get, you have to get the spiel. One and work you get the spiel. <laughs> okay. There, ben, Ben, just a, let him go. He's no, already no, got no, two tries. This is part of the look. I've been playing this game my whole life. Okay. So and then it's always changing because he gets older. Three things. I tell you three things. One, okay, I'm 31 years old. I'm about to turn 32. Next week. Second this thing week. is my dad is crazy fucking old, crazy. And the third thing is one person my entire life has ever guessed old enough. I mean, and you can go crazy. Okay. Already so hard. I know. <laughs> All right. So, so it's not 150. You get a free pass there, Rogan. He's not yeah. the oldest guy ever. Okay. Yeah. I think your dad is 95 years old. Okay. You're actually spot on. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's turning 96 in <laughs> he November. He got it on the third yeah. try. Yeah. Yeah. First third tri- try? two wow. tries were 17. So Legit. That, that disturbs me. Mark <laughs> Jaffe is 95. I hate yeah. when I just take a shot in the dark. But obviously, you, you gave me a lot of parameters to work in. That's you true. Know? But still, like old, generally with those. crazy old. If it was your first guess, people on the parameters never guess that. Mm. Never. I love that Joe just guessed your dad's proper age. He it. And he'll be 96 in November. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Holy Crazy. shit. Yeah, dude. What are you? What the fuck is going on? Who, me? Just, that was just know. a lucky guess. If I guessed, when I mean, you didn't tell me he was crazy old, then uh-huh. it would be impressive. Uh-huh. See, that's you know? why I feel like you give people... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you hear what I'm saying? Nobody has ever thing. done it. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't One matter. Person. But you just Who said it. Who is the other person? You said, like, I got lucky. Listen, <laughs> but if you, if you, like, 
that this is why like psychics are a problem. They start leading you mentally and then they give you a bunch of information You get a bunch of information first then they take a guess like yeah. if I told you that I was a psychic mm -hmm. And then we went through this whole thing. I sense your dad is um, He's getting he's getting on but maybe not <laughs> maybe he is I mean maybe he's doing well You're right your Joe. dad is yes, my dad's really older. Old. He, he's he's I feel yeah. like he's older Am I on to something you'd be like Completely. yes yes yes. I feel like I feel like it's a big issue I feel like he's older than you would admit. It's it's definitely been a thing. So I feel like he's, I want to say he's ninety five. Oh my god! Right? Oh See? my god! How See? did you know that? That so. seems like wow. I would be psychic. That's what psychics do. Those fucks, bitches. Like I had a friend of mine, and he went to a psychic. He's like, dude, this guy knew all about my grandmother. I'm like, don't you know about your grandma? You know about your grandma, right? So this mm -hmm. guy knew some shit that you already know. Tell this guy to tell you some shit that you don't know. <laughs> you want someone to tell you things you already know? That is fucking ridiculous. You're gonna set her off because she's no, gonna. No, you're not. Because, no, 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 not in a bad way. But and I've only I've never experienced it firsthand. I've never had a psychic or someone with that kind of um, energy tell me something that I was like, wait, what the fuck did you just wait, say? What? But there's people like you in my life who I trust who have had experiences that are. Unexplainable. I have. Mm -hmm. I, I've had psychics tell me uh, family secrets that I've bent over backwards to try to understand how they could possibly know what they knew. And I'm always skeptical, but mm. I've definitely had people that told me things that there's fucking no way they could know. Here's a question, though. Did you give them any answers to other questions before that? No. None. So they just told you right away, your uncle's gay, and he has a boy that he lives with that he pretends is his son, but it's really what his... The, Joe, what the right. fuck? I mean, like, like, what? like right without, without your you interpretation, just... yes. Yeah. I've like, had, I've okay, had... without that, but something that ridiculous, like yes. that outrageous that they could only guess. And you didn't give him any answers to any leading like questions before no. that? No. I thought I heard it on your podcast. Maybe not, but there, there's like a documented history of the military experimenting with yes. so i mean experimenting if, but for years and years and years so yeah, they're not going to spend that no, money if there's no actual question no right? that's not necessarily true okay. because they wanted to find out if there was an answer and the only way you find out is if you have you have to run some tests and but they had a thing doing... called um remote viewing and uh we actually had some re remote viewing experts on that tv show that i did for a while called mm -hmm. uh, joe rogan questions everything we sat oh, down with them and i had all these remote it. these remote viewing guys Boo, at the end of the day, uh, it seems a lot like psychics. It's like uh -huh. there's no, like they, they claim to have seen some things and pointed out some things that helped some operations and this and that, but it's all top secret. Right. Whether or not it's true, you're never going to know. You're yeah. never going to know whether they're bullshitting you or something really did go down. Mm -hmm. But I've never seen anybody do it. We had two guys try to do it. They were supposedly experts in it. They couldn't do shit. And I think there's a lot of people that um, aren't authentic. But I, That's I, true. I, there's a lot of money in shenanigans. There's a lot of money in palm the reading. The, pe the people that aren't going to charge you the money are probably the people that are actually doing something that is meaningful. Maybe. Or it might be like a Stephen King book where you drive down the street and see that neon light and it says fortune teller and you go in and it's some lady who sees yeah. through your soul and <laughs> she does and she really does know things and it's just like this is how she gets by with this magic gift. You just pay her 20 bucks a pop and she just tells you crazy shit and you do what you do with that but mm -hmm. she knows and no one ever believes she knows because it doesn't make any sense. This fucking lady on Ventura and Victory like her father fuck this Tell she Tell us know? more Joe. How does she know? Mm -hmm. How does she know all this? She knows, man. But she does. Ventura doesn't intersect with victory. Oh, my God. Oh, wow, there's the catch. <laughs> <laughs>
So when you're in the in the police office, why are you so? You're cool? telling them, no, I'm p telling you, the place was there. It was real. She was a real person. I met her. <laughs> the Wilsons have been living on Ventura and Victory for 37 years, and they've never moved. You get back to the house, and it's the house, and it's like, where, where did, where did the. Where did, did the fortune teller shack go? Are you making fun but of me? But I know right I want to believe yes. you right no. now. Because we're going to talk and about this at the it. barbecue <laughs> off mic, buddy. So you really believe? You believe in psychics? I d I d I've, I've had too many things that I can't explain that I, I'm always going to question, but I, I have. Yeah. Has anybody ever told you something was going to happen and then it happened? I don't like that shit. And I don't, I don't subscribe to that. So you shut your mouth. I don't subscribe to that. Joseph. Because it, I don't want someone to tell me my future. I don't, I, don't, I think that's unfair, and I think that's, mm. it's disrespectful. Disrespectful is a weird word to use. The experiences I've had with these people were with people that have died. Ooh. That uh, I, I've communicated with, hmm. whether through dreams or psychedelics, and I had questions, but I didn't ask them, and I waited to see if they would tell me. And it's just kind of that sort of setup. Here's the thing. It might be real and it might be that real. What real is, is so ridiculous that it's almost like you can't bottle it. You can't measure it. You can't put it on a scale. And it only exists in these brief moments. And it sure. comes and it goes. And you'll never be able to prove it. And it just comes and it goes. And it makes you think like, God, I think I really believe that really, that really did happen. And no one really knows. And everybody just goes about their business. But it really did really did tap in you really did talk to someone who's not there anymore i i think whether you did or didn't um is is up to your acceptance of the experience and whether it's your ego or something you can't explain and if it brings you comfort that's great for sure if it brings you comfort right i mean that's the same argument for religion you know when people say that religion is bullshit you go well okay but it's bullshit that makes people happy if it makes people happy, then it's not bullshit. It's know? bullshit that makes people happy and also controls people and does really terrible things. So it's also... But does it have to? No. Does it have to do all those things? But religion... I mean, there, there's a lot of... Um, it's it's a very multifaceted subject. Isn't it like sugar? But Sure. Sugar kills a lot of people, but it also tastes delicious. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> if you could just but manage like, it. But it like, gets people... But you know what's funny? Like, I found out recently that uh, Scientology, it, it, uh, religion... Is um, the one of the main backers for uh, Nar Narcotics Anonymous? They are. Look it up. I believe that. Tell me I'm wrong. Gauntlet thrown. Well, they definitely don't like psychiatric medicine. And and so that's a really interesting window into manipulation and trying to get people to subscribe to something. And here's the thing: there's a lot of fucking shit out there, and I, I don't. I don't know what's right. I can just speak to my own experiences and things that um, I absolutely question with with so much thought and, and continue to do so from things that have happened years ago. And I just, I, I can't deny how I felt and what I've experienced. And I want to keep living and understanding whatever it is. Uh, if, you know, there's a reason why we're here or there isn't and we're just here. But I... I um, I'm not religious. I feel uh, a really, I feel interested in religion and and some of the things I've experienced over the years, uh, being raised Catholic, 
And, you, and you're kind of talking about a religious experience. Sure, though. sure. I mean, you know, but, but and, religion, and you, when see, you that's say that word, you, you think that everyone's going to think a specific thing. We've had thing, this argument. But it doesn't need, is, did we? Are we arguing? Because it's not really a religion to me. It's not like some organized. What you, what's, what's not a religion? Um, the like spiritual, energetic exchange of information. Because I, I guess I equate religion, and this is where we can all talk about this. And pl- like, I am so, I don't know if I'm right. I, I'm not like preaching. Well, but no I, one does, and no one knows if you're wrong either. But but religion to me is like the Catholicism I was raised on that in, that requires um, guilt and wrongfulness and sin and money because you go to church and you put your money in the basket every Sunday. And I I don't. I've I've seen enough, and I know enough about pedophilia within the Catholic Church. That's undeniable. You can't but fucking you're deny about an organization. Sure, and that's, I'm and talking that's about relevant, organization. But and it's that's not, how and I, I think equate religion. Whatever. It's just the same. Sure, but I think to different. <laughs> What's my name? Different people. It's not the exact same that Narcononon. It's Narc- not. Okay. Narcotics Anonymous is uh, so Narcononon is what the Scientology people. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's an organization that promises, uh, promotes rather the theories of Scientology founder L. Ron Hubbard right. regarding substance abuse. Okay. Not hmm. the same thing as narcotics. They're, Thank you for clarifying. Groups, okay, so I appreciate that. And his, you know, all of L. Ron Hubbard stuff, a lot of it came from other psychology right. textures and uh, uh, lectures rather and texts and books and stuff. If you read the rudimentary levels of, of L. Ron Hubbard's teachings, they're like, amazing and then they start getting weirder and weirder and you're like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute it's it's really interesting and i think that's even he didn't believe in psychics i know (laughs) oh what are you saying (laughs) i don't don't really believe in psychics either i just believe in my experiences i think that there's a there's a difference i think there's a lot of I think you should question everything and then try to understand yourself the best that you can. I think unique moments can be unique. I think there's there's things that happen when you think about someone and the phone rings, and they can tell you all day long, that's a coincidence, man. How often do you think about them and the phone doesn't sure. ring? Mm-hmm. They, you might be. You might be right. You mm-hmm. might be right. right. But there are some pretty unique moments that I'm not we exactly think about convinced are measurable. I don't know if they're measurable. Right. I think those unique moments where you think about someone and they text you, I don't. I don't necessarily think that there's been adequate studies doing done on that. And I think there's a lot of people that have these contrarian ideologies that they really love to dismiss things like this, and they really love to dismiss the potential connections that people have between each other. But we know we have connections when we're near each other. We know that like some people can just look at you and you look at them and you're like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, like, like we have like people have weird connections with each other. You also know when someone's upset at you and they're not being honest right. about it. Right. You know, like this weird. We have weird sort of ways of feeling each other out that mm-hmm. don't necessarily fit on a scale. They're mm-hmm. not quantifiable, but they're right. they're there. You can't measure them, but you feel them. That's funny. I was I'm reading this article about that kind of ties in music to that. Just talking about. You know, though, so you're talking about uh, our ability to read each other's facial expressions, emotional expressions, and that's a successful trait. You yeah. know, that's something that's part of the development of this stuff, right? Um, and basically, this, I'm just getting into it, but this article is just talking about how those, it's just a lot of scientists are trying to understand, or people, like, why the fuck is music important? Like, this doesn't, yeah. you know, why is this such an obsession, a human obsession? And well, music just, is a drug. To that. I mean, it certainly is. Like, even like the other day I was watching Rocky four Rocky four came on just out of nowhere I was flipping to and songs that I don't even think are good anymore 
mm-hmm. you know, but I recognize the drug-like effect that, like, you know, one of those Rocky songs, those Survivor Rocky songs. But it's a combination of the movie and the music. Yes. It's not just the music. It, there's a visual. But sometimes not. Like, sometimes just the music. You know, like, when I run... Yeah. When I run, and uh, if I listen to music, I can go longer. Oh, yeah. for sure, yeah. What's that? What the fuck's going on there? How come you're not as tired when you're listening to... Because you're having uh, an emotional response. And you're inspired, and you're inspired though. Oh, you're inspired yeah. by something that was, <laughs> that was taught to you at a, at a different time. The, the rhythm of the music was, was ingrained in you at some point. I can listen to Motley Crue, I would kickstart if, my heart, and I can get up any fucking hill. I would imagine uh-huh. if you <laughs> took an indigenous tribe and played like rock music, they'd be like, what the fuck? Because yeah. they had no idea what it was. But maybe they maybe. wouldn't because there's there's rhythm and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of musical uh, tribal contributions to that area of your life. I don't mm. know. Rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Thanks for backing show, me up. We're not off the rails, right? We're good. We're so good. I mean, con- <laughs> I'm not stoned. This is consistent with what drunk. we usually do. If that's what you're saying. I feel like this is our best one yet. I, maybe we've said that before. I don't know. I think we say that every time. getting better. We haven't done one in a while. No, it's been over one? two years. That's, no, almost that's, two years. Oh, well, almost shit. Shit, damn. Yeah. You guys are still the only band I've ever worked with. Come on. Never worked with a band before. Oh, I guess well, never did shows. Never did shows. We did a couple shows. Oh, Those man. were fun. Such a blast. They were so much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had a New Year's together. Dude, you were so great so because fun. you, Two? you, there were like people were trying to count down and you weren't done with your bit and you were like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm not done. And then you said, okay, now we can celebrate the New Year. It was amazing. It was so great. Well, it's in the middle of a bit. People are like, well, it's time. It's time. I missed it by 10 seconds, folks. Hang in there. Just hang in there. It was great. Well, we did the End of the World pod. That was really twice. Weren't there two New Year's shows? December 21st, 2012 was the big one. Mm -hmm. That was the first one we did. We Mm -hmm. did the End of the World one with Stan Hope and Joey. Was it New Year's, though? It wasn't New Year's. No, no, it was was December 21st. It was was the end of the Mayan calendar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we planned that one out years in advance. Yeah. Yeah, we knew we were going to do, Stanhope and I talked about doing that, like, because he got tired of me talking about the Mayan calendar. Because <laughs> he was like, let's, let's fucking promise we're going to do a show December 21st. I'm like, let's do it. Let's get Diaz on board. Then, you know, I met you guys. I'm like, let's have music. Let's Aww. have a fucking crazy end of the world. Awesome. December 21st. And then the life went on for five more years. Uh-huh. Like, everything was still fine. Cool. Still, hey, thanks for bringing us on. That yeah, was a lot man. of fun. It was fun it for really us, was. too. It was fun. How did you get so, how did you get the Alex Jones one to be 9-11, I had to plan it out. So, I, had to, was, I had to do, I had to fit some podcasts in. I had to do like extra ones the week before just so I could get to number 9-11 with Alex. Right, I wasn't, uh, yeah, that sounds like a long seat. That's well, a I process, could have had him man. on earlier and I would have uh-huh. definitely had him on again for 9-11, but right. having him on the first time for 9-11. And to this day, that's our biggest podcast by really? far. That was wow. crazy. By maybe 5 million downloads. Holy fuck. Yeah, but here's the conspiracy, right? Is that right? Am I saying correctly? What is the actual number? It was like probably 16 now. I didn't check in the last two or three days, but okay. So 16 million down. Here's what's crazy: um, it never charted on iTunes. The iTunes charts magically went down while the Alex Jones podcast was in the queue, and they stayed down for over a week. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> and then when it came back up, 
podcasts that got way less downloads than Alex's were ra were rated much higher than his. And they had happened before and after Oh, his. I, I do remember like this. His one. was the only podcast yeah. that was left out of the ratings loop. Like, mm. for sure, it would have been the number one podcast in the country. It was the number one podcast we did by a mile. And wow. I've had the number one podcast before. It's like the number one podcast episode. That was more than five million downloads more than any other podcast I had before. Jesus. Crazy. So it's for sure probably would have been number one if it wasn't. That's a lot of downloads. Unless they had like one of those serial episodes or something that came out that mm -hmm. week. Ooh, S-Town. Mm. So, so there you go. Good. And that's, it's, it's very likely that someone's trying to hold Alex Jones back. And that just stokes his fucking fire. They don't understand. It's the Streisand effect. <laughs> Can't stoke oh, the fire. No. Of Alex Jones, even Megyn Kelly's fucked now. Her show's going down the toilet. Is it? They what happened her. in the aftermath? She here's the here's the problem. Here's the problem. Megyn Kelly was a Fox News person. Mm -hmm. She left Fox News to go to NBC. NBC is thought of as CNBC, which is thought of as fake news by these right wing Trump. Trumpians, what would you call them? Trumpets. Trumpers. Trumpers. Okay. So as soon as she goes over there, they're not going to listen to her. Mm -hmm. And then to the liberals. She's Fox News, right. so they're not interested in her either. And then she does this podcast with Alex Jones, or this interview, rather, with Alex Jones. And in the interview with Alex Jones, she says, I'm not going to paint you out as a monster. I'm going to give you a fair... Like she's saying all these things like she's going to throw softballs this way. I want people to get to know you. And he releases all that. And he's like, hey, this is that person. And then the ratings just keep plummeting. Plummeting. You gotta, if you want to be an ice princess... You gotta, gotta be on go Fox News. Full ice. You want you want to sell guns. Mm -hmm. You want to be a, a Second Amendment proponent with fucking cold blue steel eyes, <laughs> and and smooth shiny legs and nice shoes, and tiny skirts. You gotta be on Fox News. How do you get smooth shiny Stay legs? In your shave lane. them. You gotta shave them down really? constantly all Fuck. day long. Yeah, you have to just wear pants. Probably oil them up too. Yeah, you have illegal immigrants. How do you do waiting. it, Ben? It's just kind of a natural thing for me. Oh, really? You're hairless in the legs and the uh, limbs. Somebody's yeah. got to be like that. Right? It's got to be somebody out there with no leg hair. <laughs> I'm sure it happens. It's called uh, purity. <laughs> purity. Is what it's called? <laughs> sure is, Ben. It's Thanks funny it you brought it up. One day we're all gonna have no hair, and they're gonna look back at pictures of us. And they're gonna go, "What the fuck were they doing? <laughs> what is that bald human hair, race? <laughs> facial hair and shit. Everyone looks Tattoos. the same. Yeah. No eyebrows, eyelashes." I really think that's the future. I think the future is those aliens from Close Encounters. I think the reason why we have those archetypal images in our head is because we know that's where we're have going. Have you ever uh, talked to Paul Hellyer or looked at his stuff at Who's all? Who's that? He's like the Canadian alien dude. <sighs> They're all the same. <laughs> but he was he was part of the government. And he oh, talks, was he? Oh, he's the like government. Specific, well, then for sure he's telling well, he's, the truth. He specifically talks about the, <laughs> the like different types of aliens. Oh, well, that makes him even more legit. Come on, Joe. For sure, with no evidence, he definitely would tell us all about these all different kinds yeah, of aliens. Yeah, you should look into it. You might want to have, have him on. I have, unfortunately. Have you, and I'm so not you know saying there's no aliens. I don't know him, but I know the, the whole alien Is it alien because you're movement. an alien? No, and you don't want people to know. I think there's a business in it's telling okay. people that you know we about the aliens. It's okay. We accept you for who you are. The problem is there's a business in telling people that there you know about the aliens. Ex-defense minister. Ex aliens would so give us more tech if we'd stop wars. All right, let's play this. I want to hear this. What's that? Oh, it's not, but it's on RT. But why is he no, the one on dude? He was on RT. This is why they just talk to him? Special dude. Why didn't why don't they talk to other people? But it says on RT, that proof of aliens one. presence He's overwhelming. He's like the chosen one. No, that's just a picture of it. That's just a screenshot. Oh, what the Nintendo part? But he was on, right? Yeah. So he's got to be. There's got to be a video of it, no? 
There's many videos of Paul Hellyer. And I've what, watched do, them. Do you buy it when you listen to him talk? Yeah, it makes me question. I'm, I'd like I to hear. I'm his, interested. I like to hear his voice to see if my crazy Six radar goes off. Just give me a little piece. Tell us, Wiseman. Tell us, Wiseman, what you feel. End of production before the end. You got two different shit playing. Jamie's a tabber. <laughs> well, because I know that they are. Okay. They've been, um, as a matter of fact, um, they've been visiting our planet for thousands of years. And one of the cases that would interest you most, if you'll give me two or three minutes to answer, is uh, during the Cold War, 1961, there were about 50 UFOs in formation flying south from Russia to the, across Europe. And the uh, Supreme Allied Commander was very concerned um, and about ready to press the panic button when they turned around and went back over the North Pole. So they decided to do an investigation. What did that say? And they investigated for three years. And they decided that um, with absolute certainty that four species, four different species, at least, had been visiting this planet for thousands of years. So that's, uh, we have a long history of UFOs. And of course, there's been a lot more activity in the last uh, few decades since uh, uh, we invented the atomic bomb, and uh, they're very concerned about, uh, about that and the fact that uh, we might use it again. And because the whole cosmos is a unity, and it affects not just us, but other people in the cosmos, they're uh, very much afraid that we might be stupid enough to uh, start using atomic weapons again, and this would be very bad for us and uh, for them as well. So no serious scientist has ever publicly confirmed evidence of an encounter with extraterrestrials. Why would scientists not confirm the facts if they exist? I'm, I'm afraid they must go out of their way to, not to find out. Because if they did, you know, even 10% of the amount of research I've done in the last eight years, they would be as convinced as I am. I mean, they could do it even faster. Uh, might take them a little longer when they didn't have a military background. But uh, there are so many wonderful books that tell these, these stories, and, uh, and they've been authenticated. The, the sightings have been authenticated by uh, more than one witness and okay. also by radar. Okay. This is the same horseshit. They've been authenticated by witnesses. This, that doesn't mean anything. There's no real video. There's no real photographs. Nothing looks good. Uh, a lot of people were talking about it, but when you think about how many human beings there are, there's 320 million plus in America. How many of them are crazy? At least 1%. That's 3,200,000 crazy people. How many of them uh, really believe what they're saying? At least half. So you got a hundred, you got, you got a lot of fucking crazy people. Well, this is one video. So I've I watched a couple of his and it's just, it's interesting to think about in it terms is. of like, we're here. It's know? all interesting to think about, but as soon as someone starts talking like that, he says they've been authenticated. There was more than one witness. That mm -hmm. means nothing. Sure. People are full of shit. You just, I saw something. doesn't sure. mean anything. You might have. You might not have. But if he's 100% all in and he hasn't had a UFO experience himself mm -hmm. that he's talking about, That's well, then, he's, then he seems gullible. Totally because fair. I, ta I talked to a lot of those people. I talked to those people that had been, I talked to people that had implants pulled out of their body. I talked to people that were experts. I have seen, oh, oh, it's gone. What does it say? You've seen one? Yeah. Sure he said he's seen one. <laughs> <Joe>. <laughs> well, it's something that gives me he a lot of have. thought. I don't he, know. He I, might haven't, have. I haven't seen one, but I'm curious might have. to know. But what he just said there did not impress me because he said that multiple people had seen it, like more than one person had confirmed it. That doesn't mean anything. Mm. 
Like, you could have five guys that lie. That doesn't Joe, mean anything. They might tell UFO? the truth. I don't think so. Italians call them UFOs. Ah, my people. Do they? Yeah, UFOs. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's a joke. Oh, wow. <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> How'd I do? Easy. Harry Potter was a fail, but Easy. I came back around. Easy. It was an UFO. <laughs> Are we it's still not, friends? Yes, 100%. It's not to dismiss <laughs> Thank God. it's not to dismiss the possibility of UFOs. It's just that you got to really be careful with how people talk about stuff. Sure. You got to be, you know, if someone starts talking that they know something and they Well, that's that's one video. I've yeah. watched a few of his videos and they were really interesting. He was he was speaking before Canadian Congress talking about this and um I, I've watched a lot of it in its entirety, and it's, it's just worth thinking about. That's right. all. But I don't me, know what the truth is. I, let but me play I, devil's I do advocate. Think, sure, please. Yeah, always. Just the fact that he has a lot of videos out there makes me wonder, because that means that he's making a living doing this, or this is a this is a gig. This is a thing. Not he does. when you're you're um, speaking before the Canadian Congress. Of course, like, if he I, does I a bunch that, of these other interviews as well, sure, that allows him to totally. speak in front. Of, that's his thing. Sure, his thing is I'm the guy who knows everything about UFOs. Right. But if you were talking to scientists, they would say, show us your evidence. Right. And Always. there's nothing. That's the thing about these guys. They all I, have stories and sure. no one has any evidence. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have feels, the evidence. But it feels good to think that they're out there, right? Fuck yeah. I want to know. I want to know stuff. I mean, like, look at all the shit that we have and we're here and all, all the things that we, uh, all the resources that we use and we're one planet in a universe full of other planets. That's all. There it is, way up there. I'm oh. not afraid to say that I'm I'm curious. I'm I think curious everybody as fuck. is, I, and I think people generally. It feels like a normal thing to be like, yeah, they're fucking out there. I, but what I think is hard to accept. I don't is have hard evidence. What's hard to accept is that they're communicating with us and only certain people, yeah. like Paul Hellier, know. Well, maybe you know? he does know, and, and maybe, maybe he, he has seen something, but maybe he's full of shit. The problem is, if you haven't seen it, and I haven't. Or at least I don't think I have. And you're you're talking about these things. You, like you how much how much time you spend thinking and talking about them? Like it get, it gets to become almost like a pathology. Like sure. why are you so invested in something sure. that you don't even know is real? Mm -hmm. But it becomes a thing that people are into. Like they're into baseball scores, mm. or they're into bowling. They get into UFOs. They get into it, and then they start. I mean, this dude's obviously making a career out of it. He's out there traveling. I don't know that. I mean, I, that's something to to investigate upon this conversation. But it makes it's made me think for years. Like I've seen some Paul Hellyer videos, and I'm just like, wow, okay. And it makes me think. That's all. Maybe. And it, I'm cur I will always be curious about the, about Here's, aliens and psychics and all the shit. It's so. It's I'm not so controversial in that way, where it's like yes or no. I just don't know, but I, don't I want know to know. I'd love to keep learning. I would too, but I think that with guys like this, when you're talking about a subject that's this mercurial, this is such a difficult <laughs> subject. I think it's very important to only talk about the actual facts, sure. like what we know or what we don't know. If he wants to talk about his own personal experience. That's one thing. But when you start talking about stories that you heard, like, okay. People oh, are full of Agreed. shit from the beginning of time. Yeah. I've been telling yeah. stupid stories about werewolves and fucking vampires. I think that's and how a lot of damage is done, too. It's like, it's all um, derivative passed down. Like, oh, I heard this from this and this and this, but you weren't there, so you don't know. You mm -hmm. know? It's like, I'm reading this book about our brains and how our recollection of... A mem of memories and like eyewitnesses are usually inaccurate inaccurate because you you don't really remember like you think you did and your brain lies to you and tells you that you saw something a certain way right and and even that like 
I don't know. It, it, it's, that's it, that's very important for people to know. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of people out there that think their memories are super accurate. Well, and this ties into being wrong. This ties into being like I didn't see it the the way that I think I did, and I might have made a mistake, and I'm sorry. You know, like that's okay. That's important too because. I think a lot of times when you have some big statement about something that you believe in or, or, or like if you want to get down to having some sort of uh, trial of this or that and you say, I remember it just like this. Right. It's and a, then you get dramatic and emotional yeah. and try to sell it. It's, you're selling it like you're running for Congress. It's, it's $40,000 a day. Huh. Frightening. <laughs> <laughs> really is. <clears throat> it is. But, you know, people uh, that are trying to convince people. I mean, that's one of the reasons why being a president is so crazy. Because you're basically like trying to trick people into liking you. You're trying to be charismatic. And that's Do what sells the most. Do presidents ever say, I made a mistake? Do they ever <clears throat> say, I'm sorry, I messed up? I'm sure somebody yeah. must have. Publicly? I don't yeah, know. I think there's there's moments. I don't I think, think it's, it's like a, probably nice. That'd be really interesting. It's going to happen. Hap- it's going to have to happen someday. Someday. Sing it, Joe. I don't know which one that Can't is. Can't sing, unfortunately. It. I bet you can. I, I think you sound I can't. great. I can't. <laughs> you sound you know, great. No, you guys sound great. What? Come on. I don't Why don't know. you guys sing us a song? Do you want to do that? When I rem this up, we we've been doing for an three hours and twenty minutes. We should really? sing a song. Yep. And then Jesus we should go make right, some Jamie? food. Started a little late, so we're, yeah, but uh, it's uh, five twenty. Yeah, we it's uh, we're two forty five. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, why did I think we started at uh, 2 o'clock? We didn't? Oh, we did another podcast afterward. That's, I mean, we did another we did pool two. game. We did two. We, like, That's broke right. it in half. Ben, what do you want to play? <sighs> Whatever. So we have solo records coming out. Oh, um, shit. Do you guys practice together with your solo shit? We did. We did because we support this. each other. We sure did and do. Um, my record comes out August 11th. That's my birthday. What? Is it really? Yes. Shut up. Yes. What, Joe? What, this yes. is like an omen. Yeah. You want to come to my release on yes. August 10th in LA? Yes. You are welcome. All right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I don't have a release date. I got to get my shit together. Get your ben shit made a beautiful together, record. Ben, mm-hmm. ben made a fucking awesome weed, record. Ben. <laughs> ben smoking tennis nuts, scheduling shit, blowing off meetings. Listen, man, it's I just hard. need my, my music, man. Guys. Let's play your song first. <laughs> oh, jeez, you want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. pressure. Getting deep here. I couldn't. I'm, po- I'm not ready. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like, oh, you're not going to play on it. You just no, I'm going to sing. I okay, think here I we go. Okay. All right. Okay. You can do the instrumental part. Okay. What's this called? It's called Everlasting Peace. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Satnam. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Some days I wake up in a sweat, body's wet from the tension, baby. With all these cheap thrills from tangible achievements weighing heavy on my mind. But time has shown me you're the only one who could bring me everlasting peace. Shown me you're the only one who can bring me everlasting peace. Oh. I'm 
It's like a path I walk, lift me up like daytime talk, like arena rock, and I'll sing it to you. Soft and sweet and straight from the heart, so there's no questions that time has shown me. You're the only one who can bring me everlasting peace. Time has shown me you're the only one who can bring me everlasting peace. Everlasting peace. There'd be a violin solo, but we don't have the violin right now. <laughs> we'll skip that part. <laughs> I say it till I don't mean it. Don't want to compromise. Don't want to lose myself in some disguise. But I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. The time has shown me you're the only one who can bring me everlasting peace. Time has shown me. You're the only one who can bring me everlasting peace, everlasting peace, everlasting peace. Dude, <laughs> you guys have such a good sound together. <laughs> it's two people that have been working together for a long time. You guys know each other's sounds. I might have messed that up a little bit for Ben. I'm sorry. That'd make a difference. How'd you mess it up? Oh, you know, it's new stuff. It's like, I'm just going to shut my mouth. Yeah, shut that mouth and open it up with singing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you going to do now? Um, uh, this, is, this is my single off my new record that comes out on your birthday. August 11th. It's called Ghost in My Bed. Um... There's a music video out for it now, if anyone wants to Where see Where does someone it. get that? Can they on get it on YouTube. YouTube? Is, is that okay? It's on yeah. YouTube. YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, coincidentally, it is KCRW's tune of the day today. Oh, I don't even know how that's possible. It's a, it's a little loud. Okay, I'm going to tune it up like a real professional. You tune it up with your phone? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes, Joseph. They have these things that tune the instruments. What is it on your phone? Like, I'm, I'm totally ignorant to this. What is this? Do you see it? It's like a... It's a microphone. Yeah, just tracking the, the frequency. Uh, yeah. Right. What is it called? It's just an app. It's a guitar tuner. There's hundreds of them. Oh, wow. There's a bunch of them, huh? Here, what are you singing right now? Wow, and it works off of the microphone of your phone the same way one would work, like, okay? in a studio? Like, sonically? Yeah, it's pretty good. We could be in a better situation. It's pretty good, though. Should I give it another angle? No, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Okay. You want to do this? Wait, should I get my pick or One. should I go fingers? Well, you get your pick. Get your pick like a real... Do you always have a pick with you? Do you always have a pick with you constantly? Because I'm playing all fingers these days. Are you sure? What's that? There might be one. Oh, there are. Fuck. Jesus. Ben, get it. Are you sure? I'm scared of picks, bro. I'm done with them. There's a ghost in my bed, screwing with my head. 
stomping around my room Drinking all my booze He makes me toss and turn My stomach churn And he laughs at me Thinks it's so funny CRW song of the day, <laughs> Suzanne Santo, Ghost in My Bed. 
Oh, thanks for letting us play, Jeff. Yeah, thanks that was for awesome. having us. Thanks for my pleasure. Jam. You guys are the shit. I took my headphones off. I hope I didn't like ruin the no, whole thing. No, it was awesome. Thing. It was beautiful. Sorry. It's perfect. Don't say a word. Well. Everyone's fine. <laughs> that was fun. Um, should we do more? Or should we go eat? It's up to you, dude. It's up to you guys. What do you want to do? Want to do one more song? Oh, wait. Well, here's the thing. We're going to be thing. on a TV show. Did we tell you about that? Boing, boing, boing. On August 3rd, one. we're on a show on TBS called The Guest Book. Ooh. And we wrote a bunch of music for it. And we are on every episode of this half-hour comedy. What? Yeah, every fucking, episode? Yeah. We play. I play the mail lady <laughs> who delivers the mail, and Ben plays the exterminator. Wait a minute. You guys, you're, you put music and you're acting on the show, so too? We're, we uh, got, right. we we got paid lines. as SAG actors. What is this show? What is it? <laughs> about <laughs> you know so there was the show called my name is earl you know that show? yes okay it. okay so the guy greg garcia oh, greg created loves you. Greg. joe by the way you. greg garcia loves you and I you should greg. have him on the show he's amazing i love he's that guy so wonderful so we talked is... about doing something i had a meeting with him a long you should have him on ago. the show mm-hmm. i can help fucking make that connection so can ben <laughs> <laughs> okay i would love to i like that guy yeah he's a great dude so what happened so they just they needed a band I guess they were looking at kind of like a spur-of-the-moment thing. Greg was like, okay, I'm thinking there's going to be a band that closes out every episode, kind of transitions between we play in the, strip club. the episodes. Oh. Um, and a friend of ours... Uh, oh, my God! Oh, shit. That's the show. Oh, my God! Michael Rappaport, Jamie Presley. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. damn. Now there's I want to watch this now, show. Ben. Oh, love him so much. Did you guys work with Jamie? Yeah, one scene. We got to do a, a scene at AA with her. It was, She's so it nice. It was really fun. She is awesome. She's I did a great. terrible movie with her way back oh, in the day. No. It never went anywhere. What was it called? I don't remember, but she was super nice. Oh, Danny Pudi. Oh. He's the best. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck is this? The guest book premieres yeah. August 3rd, and it's on TBS. Go watch it, folks. Yeah. It, look, he's got all the things I want. Weirdos in a log cabin. Boom. Well, we're like going to play a song that didn't make it on the show, but oh, we don't okay. have to. Hey, what the fuck happened <laughs> to that song, Punk Kid? Like, where is that at? What's the status That's of that at, song? That's at, like, Honey Honey's fourth record when we're ready to make yeah, it. Yeah, we got a great song. Together, yeah. And that song, like, the riff from that song was on my Denver comedy special, Rocky we Mountain know. High. Thank Thanks, you. Yeah, Joe. my pleasure. Thank you. But I love that song. That song was fucking great. Like, what happened? It did, well on our last record. There was a snafu. It correct. Did, there, there was some kind of quasi. I think this is. I think this is label politics a little bit. Like it was a little more rock and roll, and it wasn't as Americana, and it just. It was our choice to keep it off eventually. Like oh, it, that's it, it right, turned around and around wanna... and around. But we, this that's was a song right. that we. This was a couple years ago. We came out here to work with a great dude named Kefis Chancia or Ciancia. Um and we just did a set and there was that and a couple other songs that we did that that were ours. We owned this music. It was one of the things where we owned it and they didn't want to pay for it. They yeah. didn't want to. So we would so we like, if we put it on a record, they would have owned it and not have <sighs> like. So we were like, "Fuck!" We put all this effort into this song and we love this song, but it was just that that, that thing where like we had dirty. to fight for it. And it's a great song and it's not going anywhere. That it'll business. it'll come it'll come out eventually. That hopefully. Is dirty. People don't know about that song though. Well, you do. Little bit. That I song do. bought our song. Elon Musk. Do you guys play it somewhere? Elon we played it here. Oh, that's right. They played <laughs> it here. Look at you yeah. with your pink shirt. pink shirt. Damn, that's back, that shirt. back in the dizzy. So, but Lost those glasses. It never <laughs> made it on anything else other than that YouTube video? Is it on anything else where people can listen to it? Um, well, we put it out. People downloaded it. We oh. used it to raise money for this vehicle. 
So we could, oh. we could buy a car. But we never put it on a, it's not on Spotify. So only you stuff. guys own it. Yeah. Right. So if we played it, it mm-hmm. wouldn't, it wouldn't like trip any alarms or anything, no, right? No, you can play it anytime mm-hmm. you want. Let's play that shit right now. <laughs> go cook. <laughs> can you find it? I can play the version they played for sure. Let me see if I can find but it. See if the, not the version they played I here. Know, Let's see, see, see if there's another version of it that you can I find, like it. the pure studio version, because it's so good. <laughs> that was so a cool funny. one. What's oh, the, uh, I bet we could I love that song. That was like one of my favorite songs. And then when your new album came out, I was like, where's the song? Where's Punk Kid? It was a big debate. It was a real mm, thing. Those and motherfuckers. Well, that's those okay. Like, motherfuckers. You know, you, you just got to keep forging ahead and figuring out how to maintain your integrity and also like what you've worked for. And that was something we didn't, we just didn't want to give it up. We didn't want someone else to be like, yeah, we own this. Well, I'm glad you didn't, but I can't imagine how you guys do it because if that was me and I like I found out that my jokes, like a, a bit that I did that I worked really long and hard on, all of a sudden if I wanted to put it on a special, someone else is going to own it without even paying me yeah, for it. I'd be like, really well, fuck up. you, man. That's crazy. This is why I'm making my own furniture for my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> do you find it and anywhere, That's okay. Jamie? I'm I happy. I downloaded, but it's not on this phone or this computer. It's on another computer. Uh, Hold on, y'all. What is it? Uh, is it on Spotify? Is that what you guys said? No, oh, they don't have it anywhere. That's why it was only. Available. Ben, I think hmm. I've got it in my iTunes. You want me to confusion? Find it? Oh, here it is. I got it right here. What can we do? How do I send it to you, Yami? You, you could plug it in there. You got an aux? No, it's one of those new yeah, stupid uh, ass. You have a dongle, up. though, guys. God damn, fucking iPhones. Sure. Android phones have an aux. Well, don't can I just you have an iPhone, you? Joe? Yep. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, but I've, I I've seriously considered oh, okay. going oh, Android several uh, times. Everyone. There's a new one. This new um, here we go. I got it. Go- go. Um, uh, Google Pixel Two is coming out, and then okay. also the new Galaxy S8. It doesn't set on fire. No, the okay, new the that's Note good. Eight is that's the good. one. The Note Seven was the one that went on fire. The, okay. the Galaxy Seven never went it's on. It's funny. Fire. It's all over the airports too. It's like, yeah. oh, just so you know. Yeah. So the the Galaxy S8 is dope. I've thought about that one, and then the Galaxy Note 8, which is coming out soon, mm-hmm. is pretty killer, too. They're, they're just as good as iPhones now. It's just getting off the Apple tit is the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, the Apple, Apple, t- the Apple tit that connects you to iPods and iTunes. It all makes your life more convenient. But I'm on the Google tit, too. I love Google. Google tit's good. I use it all the time. It's a juicy one. It's like at least a D cup. There's so much information. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what? I mean, if I had to choose between a company that I rely on more, if I could just use a Google phone, but I could still use Google, right? Well, you got to go with Google, How? right? That's it that's giant. Sense. I use that way more than I use anything. Oh, it's like yeah. googling things. I mean, who doesn't? You need to know shit. I need to know. Like, shit, what is my Suzanne? shoe size in European size? Very Ooh, big. That's a good is the one. answer. Very if you, big. If you wanted to order some shoes from overseas, do you have pancakes as feet as well? I do. Yeah, I'm Sasquatch feet. Really? Big ass wide. Well, feet. I'll fucking. I could probably outfoot you, right? Because yeah. my feet are slender. Damn. Yeah, I've been uh, on this trail running kick. And oh, yeah. I, I run with those feet shoes, those, those five finger shoes. Those are fun. People, I've never seen a foot product generate so much hate. Never really? You can't people wear those, finger, those Vibram five finger shoes. But why? They don't like the way it looks. Well, how do you feel about it? I don't give a fuck. How do you feel? I wear but, a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> not, how do you feel so about So does Polly Shore. I saw Polly Shore at the grocery store the other Don't day. Don't let me in with him and make me get rid of my... I'm just kidding. He had a fanny pack. Sorry. A lot of people wearing them now. And he gave me it's the stink back. eye a little bit. Whoa. I'm sorry. Because he knew you were... He didn't know that you knew. <laughs> um, 
how do I feel when I wear them? Is that yeah. what you're saying? They're yeah, great. Like how does your great. body feel? It's hard because I'm running um, rocky hills and I'm running a lot of miles. Uh -huh. So like three miles on these like rocky very hills steep. Rocky sounds like a great porn star name. It does. Sorry. A girl with ridiculous hills. tits. Yeah. Just Jesus, what the fuck is going on there? Double penetration on Rocky Mountains. Hills. Yeah. Giant hands <laughs> broken <laughs> out of her shirt. Jesus, third That's nipple. Rocky Hills. But um, <laughs> it's tricky. Like today, I ran them in like uh, Under Armour trail shoes, which I got to be honest, I kind of like better because you, you can just Under run Armor? full on. I do. Uh, they have a lot of great shit. I'm wearing they their do. sneakers. They're they're uh, one of the most eco uh, athletic lines. That's really yeah. They well, use. They're also one of the very of few big companies that support hunting. They have a mm. whole hunting line, and that that means that's a that's a Under bold Armor, choice. If you want yeah. to endorse Honey Honey, we are Whoa. willing and ready. Big fan, big fan. Under Armour, the gauntlet's yeah. been thrown down. Yeah, for rock and roll, are you ready to expand? Stagewear, holy shit! Stagewear. I've always wanted to have tracksuits for the whole band, like when we're loading in, because we have to like do a lot of work. But let me be honest: if you get a tracksuit, don't you have to get Adidas? Mm, you mean like Maybe Royal Tenenbaums sign? Mm -hmm. that's kind of fila. Yeah, you definitely have to fila. be going a little hip hop with it. <laughs> A little bit. I'm slurring some, my words. Some velour. I can't even speak properly. You're fine. You're fine. No, I just. I bet you fine. play pool real good right now, though, right? Oh, Let's shit. fucking do this. Ah, it's better Let's than throw before. down. We played pool earlier, and I did not play my best. But you know what was bizarre? Maybe it's because I want to beat Joe so badly. Maybe you weren't giving us the full juice. We came down with two games. Yeah, we you were right down ball to ball. But you played so much better than us. Mm. Oh, here we go. That's because he wears a glove. She outed oh me my, my god, this glove. is punk kid. Go. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Honey, honey, Suzanne Santo, new album, August 11. This sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Hold on, kill it. There's something okay. like the audio quality is terrible. <laughs> it got compressed when I sent it. I texted it to myself. I oh, I yeah, that sounded like that shit here. was coming out of a well, toilet bowl. Well, just you know, it could sound better than that. It sounds <laughs> way better than that. Real life. I had to stop it. I was like, "There's no, no way I could have that represent that song." There's no way to get it through a computer. You have to text it to yourself. I'm, I'm trying to get it, and it's not. My phone's not connecting to the computer right now. I don't know why, or I can't. Like he's he That's texted okay. it to me. It's got to be complicated. I, if Jamie can't get it. Is this it? is impressive. Impressively I didn't complicated just email. to get. That was a nice like fade yeah, out. I was too, trying to though. email it to of, myself, mm, and it, it wouldn't. Would have been perfect. The song wasn't attaching in the email. I don't know, Damn. Lots of different things. So but. there's no other way to get it. I... Well, don't you guys have a way that you can tell people that they can sure. get? It? Like if someone says, "Hey Ben, I heard your punk kid song is really awesome. Where can I go about hearing I'll that?" Well, I'll I'll let them know. <laughs> yeah, Ben, where what is sound? it? Where is it, Ben? Let him Here, know right here's now. What we, we can put it on SoundCloud. We can do that right now. You know what we didn't can do, you do that right before now? we got on the podcast yeah. was like organize Upload our it. social media because uh, our Honey Honey website looks like our record's just coming out and it came out three years ago. But hmm. we're working on that. This is part of the DIY conundrum. Well, it's also part of the promoting artist conundrum because like the, the thing that makes you a really good artist also makes you shit at promoting. It's hard. Try, yeah, it's, it's a lot. But different um, things. that's what's cool about getting teams around you like Right, but good then they PR. get obsessed with you and they get weird. Uh, no, good PR. What's fucking great? Oh. No, honestly, it's you having us on our, your thing, dude. Thank you so much. My Look, pleasure. I get this game change it. If only you guys could figure out how to get one of your favorite fucking songs online so I could play it. That'd be a shit. Damn it. <laughs> 
I feel like it's time to go barbecue now. We're definitely going to go barbecue. We're just going to play the song, then we're going to barbecue. Oh, hell yeah. Um, what else to say? Uh, Vegas this weekend, Friday night. I'll be Ooh. at the uh, Ka Theater at the MGM with um, Tony Hinchcliffe. It's where they do the Cirque du Soleil. How fun. Yeah. Are you going to get up in there and with put, your leotard on? They put me in a diaper, on? and they connect I was wires say, to the diaper. And they I feel fly like people pay sky. a lot of money to see that. Mm. No, they have this crazy uh, setup back there. We don't use it. We just use the flat stage, but the setup's insane. I want to go. Can I go? Fuck yeah. There's all these hydraulics Ben, you want to go to Vegas? Oh, it's your birthday weekend. How dare you. Oh, shit. This is your birthday weekend? Oh, it looks like someone's going to Vegas. Someone needs to go to the UFC. What are we doing for for the birthday? UFC, Saturday night. We're going to get in trouble. If you and I go to Vegas, it's going to be trouble. Good fights. What do you mean? We're going to make lots of money? Oh, you guys gamble? (laughs) Of course. So we, we have no solution so far. This is insane. That's I've okay. never heard of such a thing. So we were talking so about this Mystique doesn't work for me just earlier. This, I mean, I mean, no, it gets compressed. It shouldn't, though. Yeah, the texting did it. If you can, <clears throat> it wasn't attached in the email when I tried to put my email in there, so I didn't. I bailed okay. and went a different route. Your email. Uh, this is not going to work. <laughs> People are going to find it. Those hackers. They're going to send Jamie dick pics all day. Don't do it to them. Come on, you want to see it? You could just forward them to me. That's fine. <laughs> have you gotten dick pics before? Yeah, definitely. Now, when you get them, you're like, really? Well, it depends on if I, I'm into it or not. <laughs> but there's a great dick pic, which is the actual. It's. You gotta yeah, dress them up. Dress up the dicks. I'm yeah. Send this to Little Joe. hats. Yeah. You ever see that one that dude that turned his dick into a dragon? <laughs> and he put like tattoos all over his dick and like oh, bolts horrifying. in it and shit. And... That sounds awful. Unless okay. you're into dragon dicks. Uh, I'm going to just... <laughs> Joe, got a dragon on my back. Got a dragon on my back. Joe, do you have your phone on you? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm going to send you a dick pic. Nice. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> We've been friends a long time, but I feel like... It's about time. It's about so time we cross the threshold. It's really... Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Oh, what do we got? Solid. Mm. Okay, solid. There it is. Okay. <laughs> that, that's about in line with the other jokes you've been throwing down. Oh, interesting. I get it. <laughs> it's uh, a dick on a pick, folks. A guitar get pick. It? Okay, I'll, Joe, just pick. to make you feel better, I'm going to send you a dick pic. Like no, a you don't have to. to. Make up I've for seen it. them. It's fine. He's seen them all. I've He's seen, seen the one with the guy who was a football get... player and he wanted... You Do we got anything going shoe. on, Jamie? No. Should we end this? I feel like we should just. Oh, it didn't. It no, didn't. Oh, sorry, guys. Did it go through? I could play the one where they were on here on the podcast. Boom, 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 boom. We could do that. Jamie really wants to play that one. I feel like. Uh, well, he knows it's, it's a good audio quality. Know where it is. Yeah, that. Okay, let's let's do that one. Is it still daylight outside? Uh, <laughs> yes, it's daylight till 8 p.m. now. Oh my God! I was shooting bows and arrows at 7:45 the other day. You were? Yeah, it was clear so enough. In the night, the where do you shoot them? Into the abyss? I'll show you. <laughs> Joe, where do you shoot your arrows? Hold on. Unfortunate spots. Joe, I just sent it to you. Okay. How's that gonna work? It says sent. Okay. And you sent it to Jamie, and it didn't work. Is that what happened? I mean, that's what it's feeling like. Hey, not, uh, tip me. of the hat to your lava lamps. I'm just going to say that right Old now. Old school. That is I a like big them a lot. Yeah. I feel entranced by I'm them. I'm trying to go as hippie as I can without being a hippie. No, it's you know totally I mean? cool. I get, okay, Jamie. You've got a salt rock lamp. I'm just going to say that that's I've great. got a couple of those. One of them died on us. What? Yeah, very sad. Did it lose its positive ions? That's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I think it's just the 
power cable crapped out. That one's dead, right? Is that one not working anymore? Yeah. Yeah, that one doesn't work, but that one works. See, that one is lit up. And I love it. It's a it's a good size. It's next to your Marshall amp. <clears throat> is that Marshall amp also like a, a like a radio? It's a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, That's all it I want is. one of those really badly. Yeah, we can have they that one. They sound great. You want it? No, it's yours. Nope, you can have it. Got to clear this place out anywhere. What? Got a new studio. Okay, I'll take Suzanne. it. Did that go through? Did that email go through? Yes, and I sent it to Jamie. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh my God. God. We got this. This sounds August better. August 11th. Suzanne Santos' new album. Comes bet out. you were a punk kid when See you were young. I bet you were a punk kid when you were young. Flashing your cut, tearing shit up. I bet you were a punk. Cause it takes one to know one. Son, yeah, I'll bet you were wrong. Folks. Damn. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>